that they're doing and truly care about you. You need the best medical team, and you also need champions of the people, Bell and Pollock. Take it from me. Bell and Pollock are the injury attorneys other attorneys call because they know what you should know. They have the most experience, and they're the very best. They get it done. Always available for a free consultation. Bell and Pollock, champions of the people at championsofthepeople.com. KSE Parker, Denver, the best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, at the ones and twos, for the Vic Lombardi Show, the hardest working man in Denver, make some noise for Jesse Trujillo. On the wing, the man whose last name is impossible to pronounce, Marty O. At forward, the big redhead, notorious shoulder driver, H.W. Peterson. And in the hot seat, wearing the fancy black shorts. And he's always right, thinks he's always right. James Manchester Merlot. And the man in the middle, he's a small man, but he's a good doctor, attorney at flaw, makes some noise, everybody up on your feet, no one's sitting in your seat, it's time to meet Big Lombardi! December 5th here in the Mile High City, 30 years to the day Tim Brown was named the Heisman Trophy winner, 1987. Huh. Wonder why that sticks out for you. No idea. I wrote a bunch of stuff down last night on my notebook. I got this handy dandy notebook that I've gotten. Yeah. And I left it at Altitude Studios. Oh, that's no good. Yes, sir. So what good is a notebook? So you're winging it? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Great. I mean, you know, this is why you should write everything down in the modern era on this. Cause mm. this goes everywhere you go, right? The, the cell phone goes page. everywhere. Exactly. That's why you have a notes page. That's why it exists. Lesson learned. Where's our Periscope feed? Is it getting set up now? Oh, yeah. Look at Marty. Marty's working on it. Marty's working on Periscope as we speak. It's now new and improved as we welcome you to the Vic Lombardi Show alongside H.W., Will Peterson, James Manchester, Maryland. Talked about Marty O., Jesse Trujillo back there. Got a lot to get to this morning, fellas. Um, I got word late last night that the coaching changes are coming up at CU that there are going to be some um, reshuffling of assistant coaches. Okay, so I want to know what you know here, because we just saw a report come across just a few minutes ago from Football Scoop, and uh, sources are telling Football Scoop that Brian Lindgren is leaving to join Oregon State staff. Is that similar to what you've heard? Yes. Okay. Yes, this uh, whole uh, co-offensive coordinator thing just wasn't working. Uh, no. Uh, you know, the, watching CU this year, there were there were two takeaways for me. Mm-hmm. One, their defense was awful. Oh, and by the way, hate to interrupt, they're not done yet. Okay. That okay. move has taken place. They're not done yet. Okay. Well, and I want to find out what else is okay. coming. But their defense was awful. They couldn't stop anybody. The Arizona game is a, is a prime example. The Arizona State game, fourth quarter, another prime example. Mm-hmm. But the other thing was <clears throat> their offense was awesome one week, and the next week they couldn't score a point. Like they were just so inconsistent which I'm not blaming it totally on having co-offensive coordinators, 
but that would explain a Sybil-like personality, a Jekyll and Hyde-type personality of, well, which coach is calling the plays or putting together the game plan this week? They were just all over the place. It was a bad fit. Um, it just doesn't seem like it made a lot of sense. So I'm not all that uh, disappointed as a Buffs fan to hear the first part of your news. What's the rest of the news? Well, I don't know the specifics on who, but I could tell you that other assistants will be uh, looking for work, uh, most likely by the end of the day. I'm not sure who those assistants may be, but there's some change coming. And the first domino, as you mentioned there, is the offensive coordinator, co-offensive coordinator, seeking work elsewhere. Now, you know, this is the season, right? There are so many coaching vacancies recently filled and still coaching vacancies to come. So there's a reshuffling of sorts. If you got a chance, let me ask you guys this, because we saw at times the CU offense effective and at times just not even there. What kind of offense do you want to see run up at CU? If you got to choose one, what would you like to see? The option. You know, it's funny that you say that. I was thinking that the entire time. Now, you're not going to. It's, I know. It's not going to happen. I know. But I think if you took the type of athletes you get at CU and put in a system that is tough to plan for, similar to what we see at Air Force and Georgia Tech and other places, Navy, other places where they, they run that kind of offense, I think you could give people fit. I really do. Got a lot of people on Twitter saying, Vic, is Les Miles coming to CU? No. The, the answer is no. This is not a head coaching change. McIntosh ain't going anywhere. McIntyre, um, too. I'm sorry. McIntyre ain't going anywhere. Neither's McIntosh. I just visited with Mark McIntosh a couple weeks ago. Good to know. He's still going to be around. And, and there are various reasons why. Okay. But I, I, but I maintain what I went with, that he's not happy up there. I, I'm going to stick by that. and I'm gonna, These changes even confirmed to me even more that now, I was on to something there. You know, you, you've been you've been tweeting about that, and, and I wanted to pick your brain. What would lead to his... Unhappiness, exactly, because he's well compensated. I think it's they a, have great I, facilities. I think yeah, it's a, I, mean, I, I think it's a lot of what we always debate about this show. A lot of times in a joking manner, that it's not a college football. Uh, I don't know that the, the university and the athletic department clash a lot, right? I don't think Mike McIntyre was particularly happy um, with how this past off season was handled, right? Because if you go to a place like Ole Miss, you're a god, and all they care about is football. You go to a place like CU, and we've talked about it before, you have professors openly fighting with the athletics department. Yeah, but if he's upset with the fact that he had to answer for screwing something up, and he wants to go somewhere where, hey, I want to go somewhere where they're going to brush this stuff under the rug, then he's a bad guy, and I don't think he's a bad guy. I mean, that that would be a bogus reason for being upset. Look, he screwed up. The, the situation with, with Tumpkin and making him the defensive coordinator for the bowl yeah. game after you he already did. He I mean, did. he screwed that up. Well, the Do entire, I think he the, the, the entire no. department screwed that up. Agreed. And, and I do agree with you. Accountability is important and he paid a price. He paid $100,000. Do I think he's subject to dismissal because of that? No, I don't think so. I agree. I, I don't think he should have been either, yeah. but I think the fact that it was a little bit of an uncomfortable offseason and he had to deal with some stuff and it probably was stressful and, I mean, that's how you learn your lesson. He, he he was part of the group that screwed it up. It wasn't a fireable offense, in my opinion, but he screwed it up. I don't have I don't feel sorry for him that it wasn't a great offseason last but year. But I guess that's my point that there there's some unrest 
it's you, right? Because these coaching changes prove that some, that people aren't happy, right? Well, they that, were five they, and seven. Yes, so there's clearly some unrest. Well, yeah, because yes. they were just in a disappointing season. There's unrest at Dove Valley. Let me, let me tell you something, brother. It's not because they're upset that Coach Joseph is being held accountable. Okay, tell, but they went 10 – what did they go the year before? 10 and 2 or whatever? 10 and 4. 10 and 4? I mean, should one 5 and 7 season really blow the whole thing up? Well, let me tell you why mm. there's change. And they're not blowing the whole thing up. They're making change. If you lose your OC and you say a lot of people are going to be looking for well, work, to me I, that I sounds like a blow-up. Name the last time a co-OC arrangement worked. As soon as I heard Last about it. Last time a co-anything Exactly. Right. Co-quarterbacks, co-head coach. Any co-thing doesn't work. You have to have somebody pushing the buttons. Man, and we could take this all the way back to the Broncos situation right now. Yeah. They got three people running the team, and neither of which are owners. Which means you're no, you have nobody running the team. Exactly. You have three quarterbacks, you have no Exactly right. So you have to have someone in charge at all times. There has to be someone at the top of the food chain pushing the buttons. Always. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you why. Coaching changes are happening up at CU. And it's pretty simple. I'm going to list for you just a few bowl games. I don't know. There are just a couple bowl games set to start here in a couple weeks. The Celebration Bowl. Anybody know who's playing in that game? Do you know what the Cure Bowl is? That doesn't even sound real. Cure Bowl. There's something called the Cure Bowl. The Camellia Bowl. Have you heard of that? Anyone? Are you just making bowls up right now? I'm reading these right out of the paper, brother. The Boca Raton Bowl, the Frisco, Texas Bowl, the mm. Gasparilla Bowl mm. that exists, the Heart of Dallas Bowl, Quick Lane Bowl, Foster Farms Bowl. This one's wild. Camping World Bowl. You get what I'm getting at here. Tax Slayer Bowl. There are so many bowl games. You know how hard it is not to make it to a bowl game? Exactly. And they needed one more win, and you can go through their season and find three or four games where it's a play or two. And that comes down to coaching. But I mean, the Arizona game, when they couldn't stop a kid who'd never played, I mean, they couldn't stop him. From the intel I have received, the changes being made are coming on the offensive side of the football. Now, both sides. It's curious to me. Both sides had issues at times this year. But I'm more willing to give the defense a pass considering what they lost defensively. Fine. That's fair. Their offense was supposed to be great. I mean, we talked about it. Offense was supposed to carry them this year. And HW said, oh, they're going to average 40 points a game. And I laughed. And then you started showing me what they did last year. I'm like, well, it's maybe not that crazy. There were games where they sputtered. Yeah. Steven Montez, and we've talked about it. Montez was very encouraging in 2016 and in 2017. Took a little bit of a step back. We'll see if with new coaches he can get back to form in 2018. So more to come on the uh, CU story uh, as assistant coaches are reshuffled up and down. What's the Ryan Chivarini story? Is he involved in this? I don't know. I don't know. And from my, from what I've gathered, I don't think so right now. He okay. is the recruiting coordinator as well. Correct. That's why I would, I would worry yeah. about it. Yeah. More so on that front than I would on the X's and O's play calling. Sure. Game. Yeah, I don't know on that front. I, I'd be inclined to say no, that he carries several hats. Wear several hats. So we'll see. By the end of the day, more of this will come out. So wh- where, where are you getting this story about Lindgren? Uh, from Football Scoop on Twitter. Okay. They, they, they break see, college football news fairly regularly. Th- there are so many wheels in motion right now in college football. Willie Taggart, the Oregon coach, rumored to be a candidate for the FSU job. Mm-hmm. You know, that could make more room for – it's just nuts. 
it's a silly season in college football coaching. There are coaches waiting for the next domino to fall. And I'm sure a lot of CU coaches today will uh, will be that domino. I mean this genuinely because I can't keep up with it because it's been such a mess. Does Tennessee have a head coach yet? No. They still don't. No. Have you guys heard? No. I, I, no. That's, no. That's crazy. It's, un- it's unbelievable. I mean, how many different names have we heard linked to that job no. and they still haven't hired anyone? Th- therein lies the problem with college football. And I'll leave it at this because I know we got to get to break. The problem with college football is that the people that pull the strings – are people outside the university, these boosters who come in and decide to make change and make hay and give money and then really don't have a day-to-day role in what goes on, I think that's what you're seeing at Tennessee. You know they got a big-time booster, that guy that runs the Cleveland uh, Browns, owns the Cleveland Browns. Exactly. They got big-time boosters who want to make the decisions. But aren't there to be accountable. He seems like a guy who should be involved in football decisions because his other football team's doing so well. Well, you guys are always mad that Peyton doesn't have a job. Maybe he should take it. Tennessee is a wasteland right now. God, and I feel bad for that that fan base because it is an awesome place to watch football. And they are into it. They treated Lane Kiffin like dirt. Lane Kiffin is this beacon of hope now. Yeah, he's a saint. Oh, but you don't have to threaten his wife when he decides to take the USC job, which is his dream gig. Come on. Yeah, Lane... Lane Family. Kiffin. Because when I think of Saints in football, I think Lane Kiffin. Yeah. It doesn't oh, surprise oh, me. Manchester's oh. a big Lane yeah. Kiffin guy. So if you're not a Saint, it's okay for people to threaten your wife. No. That's what we're saying? But no. that was probably like, one or two idiots, not yes, an entire exactly. fan base. Oh, not a fan base. Okay. Right. That, that doesn't take place here? Are you kidding me? Have you, have, have you seen your Twitter machine after a CU or CSU game? Have you seen it? I don't it threaten anybody's, I don't threaten anybody's saying, wife. It happens Who everywhere. Mike Bobo's wife? It happens. Look at what happened to McIlwain in Florida. Yeah, those people are crazy too. Uh, it doesn't crazy. happen in Boulder. We got some, we got a head on our shoulders. Some might call it passionate. <laughs> well, that's one word for it. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Our piping hot takes coming up next. Don't forget later in the program, Akib Talib. And I need your help. Our power five question of the day is going to be simple. Help me drum up questions for Akib. What would you ask him today? Start thinking about it. Text me 30933. We're back in a few. When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to fun. We're all looking for balance. We're so busy with family, with work, and now the holidays. If you know someone who needs a retreat, Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa is an oasis where they can relax and do something good for themselves. Get them a holiday gift certificate to take a yoga class or have a five-star spa day with hot stone massage. Make your loved one a priority and get back in balance at Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa in Littleton. Purchase a $125 gift certificate and receive a $25 gift 
from them to you. Selfless service is the guiding principle that drives Army National Guard soldiers to be always ready whenever disaster strikes. They are your next-door neighbors and your colleagues in schools, offices, and factories. To be a Guard soldier is to stand ready to serve at all times for family, for community, and for country. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com or contact an Army National Guard recruiter in your area. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Medved marches on. Saves thousands on new Chevy Silverado and Colorado trucks, including heavy duties, crew cabs, 4x4s, and duallys. Medved Chevrolet has acres of trucks, all at big box prices and below market interest rates. Medved, your Colorado truck leader. Medved sells trucks. Medved sells trucks. Small business owners, it's not too early to be thinking about those year-end tax savings. A Section 179 deduction on a new vehicle can save thousands on your tax bill. Medved Chevrolet on the I-25 corridor, depart the 181 ramp Castle Rock. And on I-70 Wheat Ridge, exit Kipling, exit Ward, but exit the giant Medved Autoplex. Chevy, find new roads. Medved sells trucks. Medved sells trucks. Online at medvedchevrolet.com. Medved sells trucks. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME. Metro 21 Real Estate Group. And tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Only the left lane is getting past a rollover accident on southbound Colorado Boulevard at 13th. Major delays avoid the area. Traffic is brought to you by Brakes Plus. Slow on southbound I-25 through downtown and between Broadway and Hamden where there's a crash off to the left shoulder. You know Brakes Plus are the brake experts. Come experience the plus. Mention ad for $10 off a coolant flush. BrakesPlus.com to schedule appointment. America comes to Brakes Plus. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 9. 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Head fake on the three. Looks like he still wants to deal. Shot clock winding down. Now he drives on Plumley, gets down the lane. Runner blocked by Lyles, helping to the weak side. Outlet pass to Moutier. One man to beat. Runner down the lane is up and in. Timeout Rick Kyle Muggets with the 5 0 run. Get it down to 10. 
Welcome back to Vic Lombardi Show. Nuggets fall on the road again. They're now, wow, three and eight on the road, ten and two at home. Not the same team, clearly. I've never seen a team take the court and completely change its demeanor, its approach, its effectiveness, its style. Everything about that team is unfamiliar to me when it goes on the road. Well, listen, as banged up as they are in the front court, they're not going to win when Wilson Chandler's one for 11 and Mason Plumley has three points. But it's just the way they play. It's not even the production from certain players. It's the style of play I see. It's the way, it's, it's the confidence with which they play that's virtually non-existent on the road and they're full of it at home. I, I don't understand how that happens. I get it. Road games are harder. I get it. But do you understand? Well, I t- I'm not going to jump on my hot take. Let's get to it right now. Our piping hot takes. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot <laughs> Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vic's Hot Take. I was going to hot take the Vance Joseph press conference yesterday, and these press conferences are becoming painful to watch, by the way. It's just mind-numbing at times because... I'm not going to say I feel sorry for him. I feel sorry for all of us. We have to live through these press conferences. Nothing really comes out of these. We know it's just talk. It's it's a waste of time, to be honest with you. There's nothing he can say that can fix the issue. But that's someone else's hot take. Well, sorry, we can practice. Just stole it from you. The Nuggets. I want to list for you the Nuggets' last six road games. Adam Morris had this on Twitter, and I lifted it. Loss. Two weeks ago, on the road by 17. Loss on the road by 29. Loss on the road by 30. A win in Sacramento by 16. Loss on the road by 18 in Utah. And then last night in Dallas, the worst team in the Western Conference, a loss by 17. They're not losing on the road. They're getting blown out on the road. They're not even competitive right now on the road. And again, if it sounds like I'm being critical of the Nuggets, I am. That's an honor. It's an honor to be critical of a team that has a winning record. That means you've reached another level. Now, if we weren't being critical of a team two games above 500, or what are they? They're 13 and 10, three games above 500. Mm -hmm. That means that you're happy. There's a reason not to be happy. You can be better. I get it. That's the beauty of getting there. When you lose by these numbers on the road, it tells me a couple things. You're not prepared from the get-go. If I'm Michael Malone, and I'm coaching the Nuggets tomorrow night in New Orleans. And for the rest of this road trip, six-game road trip, here's my goal. And here's my message. Just win the first quarter. I, forget about the game. Let's not even talk about four quarters. Because they're getting off to such poor starts. They gave up 39 in the first quarter to Dallas last night. 39! Same number they gave up to the Bulls at home on Thursday last week. And when week. you're giving up that many points... You're done on the, you have no chance of getting back all of your effort, all of your tenacity. It's all used up by the time the fourth quarter comes around just to get back in the game. So my message to the Nuggets for the rest of this road trip, win the first quarter. That's it. If you win the first quarter, you have at least a chance to win the game. Next hot take. It's HW's Hot Take. The Colorado Avalanche are teetering right now. They've lost four of their last five. Yes, one of those was in a shootout. 
Their win was against Winnipeg 3-2 in overtime at Pepsi Center. They lost 2-1 to the Devils in that game we were at. Lost 7-2 to the Stars. You've got the Buffalo Sabres tonight at home without Gabe Landis-Gog. A quick peek at the standing shows. The Avs are only four back in the wild card. Vancouver's holding the last spot right now. They've got 30 points. The Avs have 26 points. But we've said time and time again, last year the Avs were 9-9. and EJ broke his leg and things went south. Right now they've lost 4 or 5. Landis Scott got suspended. Things don't feel great. But it can all be solved with a win tonight. Just get back on track. The captain will be back before you know it. It's not like he broke his leg like EJ did. But you need to beat Buffalo at home tonight. Get some revenge against Ryan O'Reilly and the Sabres. The Avs season right now is not on the brink. I'm not trying to be overly dramatic, but it does kind of feel like we're at a bit of a turning point for the Colorado Avalanche. Would really like to see them get a win tonight against the Sabres. I won't call it a must win, but I will call it a very important win for your Avs tonight over at Pepsi Center. Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. Fellas, I'm tired of the hypocrisy of NFL players. These guys, they bitch and moan about the fact that, oh, the owners, they don't care about our health, oh, this 18-game schedule, all these things are putting us at risk, blah, 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 blah. And then they cheap shot the crap out of each other. Exactly. Exactly. The number one thing that puts NFL players at risk is other NFL players. So if you really care about the health of your brethren, your fellow players, then you don't go out on a Monday night and cheap shot each other. There were two guys taken off last night on stretchers during the Bengals-Steelers game. Antonio Brown was drilled in the head in the end zone. I can't believe he got up from Me that. Me either. How he wasn't yeah. in concussion protocol, I have no idea. It seemed like and Joe Mixon went into the, into the tent. I mean, it seemed like every five minutes in that game, someone was getting hit in the head, going into the tent, getting taken off on a cart. I mean, it was got to the point where it was a little grotesque to watch. So... Don't tell me how the owners need to do more to take care of you. Don't don't tell me that. Don't because they're not out there giving giving you a forearm in the head. It's the players who need to police this first. Look at what Rob Gronkowski did in the game this weekend. That's like trying to police a gang fight, though. Hmm. There are no rules once you're in the heat of battle. Then don't bitch about what comes of it, right? Like it, it just it drives me crazy the hypocrisy of it. Take care of your, your your own business first, and once you guys do that, then ask other people to police you. But right now, you guys can't police yourself. You can't take uh, take care of your brethren. It's on you. You guys do it first. I'm tired of the hypocrisy. You know, that game last night, watching just from afar, because I was doing a Nuggets game, every time I looked up at the television screen, a guy was on a stretcher. Yeah, oh, being helped ridiculous. off the field. It was ridiculous. I mean, and, and they were cheap shots. The, the shot, the, the hit Juju Smith-Schuster... Put on Vontez Perfect, which nobody feels sorry for Vontez Perfect. I get it. But then to stand over him like that? It was dirty. The shot on Antonio Brown in the end zone, super dirty. He got up. It just was, it, it was all uncalled for. Well, and it's totally something about those two teams, too, right? There's something about, I mean, is that the nastiest rivalry in the NFL right now? It's, Probably. If it's not, it's in there. It's like the Ravens and the Steelers used to be. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's, it's a really nasty. It's bad right now between those two teams. But guys, and by the way, how did Pittsburgh even win that football game? They were down 17 I have no nothing. idea. You know why? Because their quarterback can bring you back. That's why. Their quarterback can bring you back. How is Pittsburgh 10-2? and two? Well, it's well, like I said, I Pittsburgh was struggling. Well, and they lost to the Bears. It's, it's like I said yesterday. Like, 
it's almost too predictable that the AFC title game is going to be Steelers Patriots. I don't know I, if you I don't know if you saw the Le'Veon Bell touchdown. Where yes. There were two well, there was an example that that's the opposite of your right. take. There was an example of a Bengal worried about maybe getting fined for something and just pulls up, stops, and watches Le'Veon just trot down the sideline. My 11 year old, we're watching the game. He says, "That's why the Bengals are the Bengals." It's like that's spot on. Is this kid gonna take my job at some point? He's already, he's already he's, done his playoff projections, by yeah. the way. Filled out the bracket. He's pretty sharp. He's got it done. He is a game behind Vic now. I mean, was, they're did not you, happy. Did you remind him about the recent standings? They're not yeah. happy. He is. Uh, he feels like Benny Hanna is slipping away. Well, did they hear those footsteps from me too? I mean, I'm only three games hey, back. I'm only ten back of you. I went thirteen I'm and one this week. <laughs> I ain't worried about anything. All right, uh, good news, by the way, on the status of Ryan Shazier, who uh, left that game, and that it looked one was bad. Super scary. It looked bad. Uh, according to Ian Rappaport, promising signs shown by the uh, Steelers linebacker movement in his lower extremities after last night's injury. And it looked really bad. Couldn't move at all last night, so he's showing movement. That is good news. When we come back on the Vic Lombardi Show, uh, I want to play back some of that Vance Joseph press conference only because I want to relive that uh, 20 minutes. I was yeah. in the room, dude. Yeah. It was painful. I was in here with uh Moj, Berto, and Dover. They need to get this camera set up, which we still need set up today, too. Uh just get the reaction. Watching those three during the Vance Joseph press conference is comedy. It's pure comedy. It's gold. Well, a lot of things he said, I understand why he said them. Because you're in that coach speak mode right now. No. Where there's no, well, but I'm not going to defend him. I'm just going to tell you why he said certain things. That's all. I'll tell you why. Okay, I'll, play, I will I'll tell you what he should have said. Okay, great. We'll play it back when we come back. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950 live on Periscope. It's hard to believe that the calendar already reads December, and you know what that means. It's time to start thinking about how you can start the new year off right with extra money in your pockets. I'm talking anywhere from 500 to $1,000 a month and maybe even delaying up to two months' worth of mortgage payments. The time to refinance is now as rates remain low, but the Fed is meeting in a couple of weeks, so we may be seeing a slight increase before the year's end. So start today. It just takes a 10-minute call to the salary-based mortgage experts at American Financing. They can identify ways to cut back on your mortgage payment or ways to get rid of your higher interest debt. I know some of you are spoiling your loved ones with holiday gifts, so don't delay on paying off those high-interest credit cards. Get the financial guidance you need for a successful 2018. There are no upfront fees, and you can even close in as fast as 10 days. What are you waiting for? Call my friends at American Financing, 303-695-7000. Check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. That's the official mortgage company of Altitude 950, American Financing. It's the holiday season, a time of true joy. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. A time of great cheer. Crowd comes to its feet at Pepsi Center. A time of peace and love and goodwill towards man. Oh, we have a fight on the other side. Helmets being thrown to leave Grafton off. Wishing you a stress-free holiday season. The pressure is accurate. Um, I understand that, and it's expected when you're not winning football games. So. Merry Christmas and a happy, happy New Year. Starting quarterback for next season is not on the Broncos roster. I don't believe he is. Altitude 950. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? 
With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME. Metro 21 Real Estate Group. And tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive. And best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the Parkway and take the four lanes to fun. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Steve Berg of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson, good lawyers changing lives. Sam's number three. We've been coming for about 12, 13 years now. It's like home. All our all our waitresses are just like family, you know. Monster cinnamon roll thing looked fantastic. I think green chili goes with everything. We did eat. We, we ate a lot. Colorado thing. Service is awesome. They treat you well here. Tacos, the burritos, and then the Greek. I think there are certain rules that you have to eat green chili while watching football. So Sam's number three in Aurora off of Anna Parker, in Glendale off Cherry and Leesdale, and downtown off 15th and Curtis. Please join us in supporting Children's Hospital Colorado this holiday season by bringing your unwrapped toy donations to the showroom at Ferrari and Bentley of Denver in partnership with 3D Lacrosse, located on County Line Road in Highlands Ranch. Children's Hospital Colorado is one of the top children's hospitals in the nation, helping kids across Colorado and the West. Ferrari and Bentley of Denver is committed to offering you an exceptional customer experience. Please help us by stopping by the showroom today with your unwrapped toy donation. We are located on County Line Road in Highlands Ranch. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Only the left lane is getting through on southbound Colorado Boulevard at 13th because of a rollover accident. Stop traffic back to at least Montview. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. Southbound I-25, stop and go through downtown and between Broadway and Hamden. A girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor. An elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their world and it will change your own. Unbound.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. No, I don't, I don't believe that at all. You know, you watch, you watch our football games and, you know, I always watch the last five to ten plays, you know, and, you know, I showed them, the, I showed those guys those plays, you know, and I show them the guys flying around at the end of the game, and that's, that's proof that guys are still playing to win. It's a, it's a tough sport not to go out there and play full speed because you can get hurt doing it. So I think the guys that we put on the field are trying to win football games and no one, no one's, uh, has given up, you know, by how they worked all week in practice also. You know, we've had great weeks, so that's also... 
proof that guys want to win. All right. So stop right there. If I if I were to give any advice, lend any advice to Vance Joseph, enough with the how we practice stuff. Nobody cares how you practice. I'm serious. If I'm Patrick Smythe, if I'm anybody in that PR, I I whisper into the coach's ear, don't reference practicing. Oh no, it makes me feel better that they don't, practiced well. Nobody cares how good your Wednesday and Thursday oh. practices look. Vic, at some point that's going to turn into victories. I mean, it, it, I've heard that all season, and we're in the middle of an eight-game losing streak. If the damn practices are so good, what kind of practice? What are they practicing? But Dominoes? In, in all seriousness, why hasn't he been told yet to stop saying that? I, I don't know. It's, it might be just a matter of... Or can he just not help himself? Habit. might yeah. be a matter of habit. I, I don't know. But you heard the coach there mention that guys are playing hard all the way to the end. Well, they're playing hard for several reasons. Number one, they're on national television. Okay. You can tell in a football game, unlike most sports, in a, in a basketball game, if a guy's jogging up the court, sometimes you say it's jogging, sometimes he's hurt, whatever. In football, you can tell if a guy's not playing hard. You can see Correct. it. Correct. You, you can see it. Did you guys hear Ryan Harris just crush Devontae Booker yesterday? About? Not playing the second half. What do you mean? Devontae Booker had some sort of stomach issue going on. Mm -hmm. And Ryan was so mad that Devontae Booker took a uniform, took a roster spot from someone else who could have played, and he couldn't man up and play in the second half. Ryan just teed off on Devontae Booker. He said, if I was still in that locker room, I would have told Devontae, I don't care what's going on in your stomach. I don't care if you have to change your pants every play. I don't care if you throw up on the field. We've seen it a 100 times before. You have to play. Ryan was really upset with Devontae Booker. There's the problem that you just nailed. They don't have enough guys like Ryan Harris Mm -hmm. who will hold each other accountable. Exactly. It's one thing for coaches to come up to a player and say it. You need players to say it's players. No doubt. And I I just firmly disagree with what Vance Joseph said. Now, did I go back and watch the last five plays? Because that's what he goes back and watches. They they call timeouts. Like, Lord, nobody's still paying attention, Vance, but I'm glad that's what you go back and watch. Maybe you ought to go watch the first 80 plays because those are a disaster. But... Watch the defense. They don't fly to the football, the third, fourth, fifth guy, like they did earlier in the year. Watch Vaughn Miller. And I don't, I'm not necessarily criticizing him, yeah. but I'm watching him in particular. And if a couple defensive linemen have a running back in their grasp, they just stands and watches not, not it. jumping on the pile. Exactly. Watch it. It happened over mm. and over and over again on Sunday. Well, can There's I, no reason for them to fly to the ball, I guess. And, and this is, I guess, the role I play on this show, is I play both sides just to get debate going. Okay, just to tick me off? Well, yeah, exactly. I, so now you're playing the side, that, and I just brought it up, for crying out loud. The, the side I started with is you could tell if they're playing fast or slow. But what about the notion that players, after an eight-game losing streak, knowing that the season is essentially over, what's wrong with the player making a, a business decision? And saying, you know what, this ain't worth it. Well, they're, he, look, they're getting paid the same as they got paid I, I get week it. one. I, I get so it. that I have a problem with. But Demarius Thomas repeatedly made a business decision. I mean, yeah. when he's open on third and three, there would be a first down and make it first and goal, and the slant pass is high mm-hmm. and outside. I get why he's not reaching for it and just getting leveled. When all, when hey, if you hit me in the chest, I catch it, I go down, it's first and goal, we're good to go. Like, I need to keep putting myself in harm's way because you can't make a good throw yeah. on a simple throw. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I I get that. By the same token, that's what you're paid to do, show up and do your job. But if it happened over and over and over and over again, when we've all had this in any job you have, right, where your coworker sucks and you keep having to cover for them and, and, oh, and pick up the slack I tell you, over and over, tough, like every tough. morning, like you're the third hot yeah. take I mean, and the first ooh. two suck and you got to bring something <laughs> over and over and over again. At some ooh. point, you throw up your hands and say, mm. what's Marty got? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, no, I, in all Wait, seriousness, but, I do get why the, why Emmanuel Sanders and Demarius Thomas are tired of putting but, themselves but, but in harm's quick, way. So you're excusing DT's effort level on no, Sunday? No, 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 I'm not. Okay. I'm saying I understand it. Okay. My, my opinion is, you're getting paid the same as you were in week one. You're getting paid the same as if it was, the playoffs were on yeah, the line. Yeah, but you know what it's like. It's like, I know. you know what it's like? It's like that Wednesday before Thanksgiving break. You walk around these parts and what do you see? Uh, nobody. Yeah, I mean, People, I brought it. The human nature. We is, were all here. We did a show. Human nature. <laughs> the little degenerates were here. Things. When you know it's over and you're going on vacation, you sort of you're at ease. I understand. Did so we not do a good show that day though? I'm just telling we you. What I'm saying is, I understand the human nature of it, Vic. I, but I don't like it. I'm not excusing it. I think Von Miller should hustle to the ball. I think D, DT should try to make the catch. But I can understand the human nature of. I'm tired of getting hung out to dry by this guy who can't play. I understand that. I get it. Yeah. Um, more from the coach. I want to get your thoughts on what oh, he had good. to say about yeah, Isaiah great. McKenzie. Let's go cut number two, Jess. Cut two. Vance Joseph on what went into his decision to put McKenzie back on the field. Well, I mean, he's, he's our punt returner. You know, All you right, want to try right to there. find a way. He's our punt returner. So. If a guy's not performing well, is he still your so-and-so? Is he still your quarterback? Is he still your center? Is he still your defense? I don't understand that whole mindset. Because he was your punt returner at the start of the season, what makes him your punt returner 12 games it's in? the same garbage I, you I heard just, about the right. quarterback. I, I don't I, understand the logic there. And we've said it before. Isaiah McKenzie's not Trendon Holiday. At least Trendon Holiday would break him every once in a while so he could put up with his other crap. Isaiah McKenzie hasn't broken anything outside of one. Go on. Well, I mean, he's, he's our punt returner. You know, you want to try to find a way to give a team a spark. Uh, you know, with the ball in his hand, I mean, he's a, he's a special returner. You know, obviously he's All right, had stop trouble. right there. Well, based on what? Yeah, based, how is he special? Based on what? The two yard average he had in training camp when he won the job? Out of the top, top of my mind, I, I can remember one return that was somewhat special that he nearly broke earlier this season. One. It was I, the one, yeah. I, I, I don't, can't remember I don't what game. Remember it what was game. In. Yes. Go on catching the ball and taking care of the football and you know I thought personally two weeks would uh, help him overcome that um, that wasn't so you know he need, he needs more time you know I'm not giving up on uh, Isaiah okay stop right there and again that's noble of the coach he's clearly a player's coach he's not going to ruin this kid's career he's trying to rehab his career best he can but then then he goes the wrong way listen to this he was drafted to be our punt returner. He's averaged over 10 yards a punt return when he when he secured the football. So I'm not down on him, but he's a young player. You know, you watched the guy yesterday. I was telling Pat this story this morning about 19 for the Dolphins. Very similar player. Very similar story. Last last season in Miami, you know, we set him down from week eight, you know, until I think uh, this season because he could secure the ball. You watch him yesterday. He was I mean, that's a really confident returner, so we're hoping that happens with Isaiah, you know, but right now we can't afford to chance, um, 
of the ball being on the ground. So we're going to sit him back down again and let uh, Jordan Taylor do it to re- okay. the rest of the season. So Jordan Taylor will now be the punt returner. He says we can't afford to chance the ball being on the ground. Dude, you've lost eight in a row. The season's over. Why not this develop is, him? This is when you put yeah. him out there. But why I mean, could you afford to do it in the Miami game, but now you can't afford to do it in the Jets game? It makes if, no sense. He's, if, he's, just, he's literally not making sense. If the Broncos were 8-3 and three today and vying for a top seed in the postseason, and he did what he did, you'd be more angry about it today than you would if they're 3-8, and eight, in my opinion. Correct. Because he's single-handedly losing games. But, well, he's helping their draft stock. His arguments point. are terrible. Well, I mean, he doesn't make sense. When he doesn't fumble the ball, he averages 10 yards a carry. Yeah, when a Pinto doesn't explode into flames, it's a pretty good car. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but, what but, are we doing? But if there's ever a time, take basketball, for example. In the NBA, how often do we see teams that go into full tank mode? When do they play their young players? When tank do they, mode. Yeah, when do they empty the bench? What did the Lakers do last year? What, what Exactly. They sat down everybody who could play. If there's ever a time to play Isaiah McKenzie, hell, play him at slot receiver. Play him all over the place. Have him play quarterback. <laughs> play him. Play the hell out of him right well, now. Now is not the time to sit him. Why is, why is Trevor Simeon starting again this week? That's another thing. This is the time you empty the benches and you start experimenting across the board. I call what? Dan Marino get that boot he you wore in his final year, and I I trot out the kid. You know I why they don't do Paxton. that? You know exactly why. You know why? Why? Because coaches want to keep their jobs, and the That's way a, that he's going to help I'm you just, keep your job. I'm just telling you, the way coaches value their jobs is uh. W's. That's just the way it works in the business. And if they go into that full experimentation mode, they're basically telling their bosses, "We don't value our jobs." That's that's the nature of the business. That's I, why. I get it. I get it. Speaking of coaches, I'm going to list for you guys the 13 candidates for the Giants job. You mm. tell me how many of them would interest you here in Denver. Plus, uh, I just read a tweet from our good doctor, Travis Heath, that I found very interesting. It's a question that's been asked before, and we will ask it again. You got the Vic Lombardi Show right here on Altitude 950. Hello, homeowners. You like that house, don't you? But you need to sell. For whatever reason, you need to get out. Well, you can call my boy Trey Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, the only agent in town who will sell your house at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. Troy has an exclusive system for marketing these homes. It's been proven to get his clients the most money. Give him a call today, 720-900-4433. There's no obligation. There's no high pressure. There's no risk. If you change your mind, you're unhappy. Troy lets you out of the contract free and clear. Again, 720-900-4433. That's 720-900-4433. Sam's number three restaurants. The handheld chicken. I'm going to do a smothered burrito. My favorite is the Toro pot. Anyone can pick something off the menu here. Sam's number three. Great. The food's delicious. Huge portions. I've been coming here for over 35 years. Because um, the green chili's the bomb every time. It's more like home. Sam's number three in Aurora off Havana and Parker. In Glendale off Cherry and Leedsdale and downtown 15th and Curtis. Hey, Vic Lombardi here. And it's that time of year when we give thanks for all the good things in our lives. Me, I am thankful anytime I can get a good night's sleep. But if you have sleep apnea, or if you share a bed with someone who does, you may not feel so thankful if you're not getting relief from your CPAP machine. And you're not alone. 
Studies show more than 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Well, the future of sleep therapy is here, and it's called Inspire. Inspire is a sleep apnea solution. Doesn't require a mask or a hose. Inspire works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It's a small device implanted under the skin that delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open while you sleep. Inspire is FDA approved and currently being offered in over a hundred leading medical centers across the country. The freedom to sleep, like everyone else, is just a click away. Visit inspiresleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and to find out about a free Inspire educational event on Thursday, December 7th, at the Medical Center of the Rockies in Loveland. That's InspireSleep.com. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I didn't find that working behind a desk, so for me it was a pretty easy decision to make. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. A rollover accident southbound Colorado Boulevard at 13th. Major delays in the area. you want to avoid it if you can. Traffic is brought to you by Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Southbound I-25 stop and go between I-76 and 6th and between Broadway and Hamden. Northbound I-25, very slow Ridgegate Parkway up through to Colorado Boulevard. Drunk driving is 100% preventable 100% of the time. Help them create a future of no more victims at mad.org. That's M-A-D-D dot O-R-G. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. It's it's definitely a difference in my opinion. Uh, when you turn the football over, those games look like that. You know, and when you're a two and three score style, you're trying to get back in the game. You know, you're doing things out of character to get back in the football game. You can kind of lose a lead, but... You know, I'm a, I'm a firm believer of, I'm trying to win a football game. You know, so if I lose by four, I lose by 24. I'm trying to win a football game. So on that, we sometime. agree. On that, we agree. The coach says getting blown out doesn't matter when you're trying to get back into a game. I wholeheartedly agree with him. Except for his facts are wrong. Uh, they were up 3-2. Julius Thomas scores the touchdown. They go up, up 3-2. Just hearing that. <laughs> up 3-2. They're up 3-2. They had the lead. They fall by 9-3. First play. Out route to DT. Pick six. They were running the ball well mm-hmm. the other day. They mm-hmm. were. See, that, that may have been C.J. Anderson's best game of the year. Early on, he was mm-hmm. he was five, six yards a chunk. Running behind that McGovern character on the left side. Yeah, that I was like, hey, this, there's some encouraging signs mm-hmm. here. They that game turned into a joke because they threw the ball. Stop throwing the out route. Mm-hmm. It should have been a pick six in the opener against the Chargers. It was a pick six against the Giants. I mean, I'm so tired of reading what a strong arm yeah. Trevor Simeon has. Uh, it's a joke. It, 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 that play is a disaster waiting to happen. If you're just tuning in, uh, an update: CU coaching 
there's going to be a shakeup today from what I'm told. Sources telling me that some moves are taking place up at CU. A couple of reports out there already. I'm not confirming these reports because I don't have confirmation. All I know is that a change is coming on the assistant side of things. Uh, what did you hear? Regarding uh, football the, Scoop is reporting that Brian Lindgren, co-offensive coordinator, will be headed to Oregon State. Okay. Um, and let me add to that. So Brian Lindgren, according to this report, is gone. He's the was the co-offensive coordinator. They're not done yet. More Just assistance. So you know, more more assist- shakeups. Yeah, more shakeup by the end of the day. All right. Speaking of coaching shakeups, I've now turned the page to January. I'm ready for the new head coach of the Denver Broncos to be hired, to be announced. To start a new era. I don't know how you can possibly go into next season selling Vance Joseph and this staff. How, how do you sell that if you're the Broncos? What's funny is Leggy maintains, and we'll ask him when he's here at nine, he maintained as of a week or two ago when he was here that they will not be making a coaching They're change. such a mess, and they're so bad. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. It's just interesting that a guy like Jeff, who's very well connected to that team, says they won't be and, making and a look, change. I know they have this long waiting list and all this kind of stuff. But season ticket renewals go out in January, and they're due first part of March. So it's before any free agency. It's before the draft. You have nothing new to sell. Hey, uh send in your deposit six months before the first game because we're bringing Vance back. That's what you're going to sell? No, he has to be one and done at this point. I agree with you. Okay. He has to be. So the Giants have an opening. They're the only NFL team with an opening at the moment. There will be plenty. Sporting News has the list of 13 guys who could be up to replace Ben McAdoo. By the way. Let's not overlook what the Giants did. They didn't just fire their coach. They fired their G- they fired they the whole shebang. They did. They and cleaned house. They had an owner who stood up in front of the media and said, "You want to blame someone for the Eli Manning thing? Blame me." Exactly. Could have could have ended with me. I could have I could have stomped it from the get go. I'm the guy in charge, and so boy, that's refreshing. If we go back to the issue here, <laughs> the issue here is they don't have that one decision maker. Okay, so here's the they, they break them into a few categories. Former NFL head coaches. That's the first group. You tell me if any of these guys are exciting. Buccaneers defensive coordinator Mike Smith. No. No. Wait, is mess. that the guy that was the former Atlanta coach? That was yeah. the Hard Knocks guy, yeah. and he made John Fox look like a genius. Correct. That guy was an idiot. Here's one I like. I discussed it a year ago, and you guys won't like it. Patriots. It's, funny, it's funny how HW just takes it next level. I just said, probably not a good candidate. That guy's an idiot. He, like, drools all over himself. Did you My watch God. Hard Knocks that year? I mean, you know, think about what you're saying for a while. This guy's a successful NFL coach. He made it to the top of the heap. He did something only a few people in the world can ever accomplish, and you label him an idiot. Think about that for a second. Do you think, just, do you just think, think about what you're saying. If I set the over-under on John Fox's IQ at 99 and a half, what are you taking? Under. I'm telling you that John Fox has reached a level that most of us will never reach. NFL head coach, Super Bowl coach, not Super Bowl champion, two-time Super Bowl coach. He's gone places where only some of us ever hope to go. Do you know how many former players have told me what they really think of John Fox? It, right. it, we're going to take like nine segments Sorry. through this list. Go on. Uh, Patriots offensive coordinator, Josh McDaniels. Uh, What's wrong with that? I love that I, choice. I think, I think it's a perfect so choice. So you've come around a year ago. I said that and you laughed. Are we no, talking about the Giants here. or the Broncos? We need I, to make I'm this talking clear. these guys for here. Oh, no, no, no. I thought you were talking about for the Giants. No, no I don't no. care who the Giants no. hire. This is just Josh the list Mc... that's out there. Listen to me. I'm going to say it slowly. These are the candidates that are out but, there. But in terms of Josh McDaniels returning here, I'm going to speak slowly. It is never okay. going to happen. And Brock Osweiler's never coming back okay. here either. All right, go on. So... The, I, he's my number one candidate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Vikings offensive coordinator Pat Shermer. 
He had a cup of coffee as the Browns head coach. I, I won't comment on Pat Shermer because apparently I'm too harsh. Hey, no, no, you can be harsh. I, mean, I just don't know. No, no, no. Here, I don't know that much about him, but he's done wonders with Case Keenum. Right? Sure. I mean, I think that's an interesting yeah, just candidate. Just the name Shermer bothers me. Yeah. Giants defensive coordinator Steve Spagnola. He was the disaster with the Rams. No. Yeah, I'll give him a benefit of the doubt. Eagles time. defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz. I like him. Mm. He's I like he's him. A nasty he's a, at him. He's I like him. Fiery. Yeah. yeah. His team plays on the edge. I, I, I like him. He's kind of insane. I like his face. That, that hire though would be. De- I would like that hire if they were bringing in someone to take over the offense. That I go. Ah, he, that guy's right on the cutting. I like him. So that's an interesting yeah. one. Uh, Greg Schiano, new. Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh. Dude, did you see that tweet that Harbaugh sent yesterday regarding Antonio, the Michigan State coach? Yes. The volley back and forth between mm-hmm. Antonio and I Harbaugh. I like it. I think it's fun. It's fun, but somebody also retweeted, quote tweeted Harbaugh and said, hey, dude, um, beat a winning team. Be, you, you yet to beat a winning team this season. Every team you've beaten has been a losing team. It's not a good so, time for him to be yeah, talking trash. Exactly. He finished fourth in his J- division. Jimmy, Jimmy, you know, the trip to Rome was cute. Yeah, but you can't beat win something. Big, you can't win the big games. But it's interesting that Harbaugh is on this list, James, because every time I bring him up, both you and Vic laugh at me. So I would be fine with Jim Harbaugh. I'd laugh here. at you for most things. Okay, that's true. I, but I would be fine with that. I think Jim Harbaugh is a very good football coach. Mm-hmm. He's he's won anywhere he goes. If Jim down. Harbaugh you know, was the next coach of the Denver Broncos. You'd be happy with it. But you yes, know what Harbaugh is here? Harbaugh is a lease, right? You either own your car or sure. lease it. You have to understand. Fine. Harbaugh is three years. He's eighteen months. That's what he is. He's no thirty-eight months is the lease now. That's 36, the big one. No, thirty-eight is the new. Thirty-nine actually is the that gives you another three-month deal. Thirty-nine month is what you would lease Jim Harbaugh for. We've all it's dated all the girl that we know is not the one. Uh, okay, then there's these current NFL assistant coaches. Patriots defensive coordinator Matt Patricia. No, thank you. I don't like that little pencil. I can't stand it. Bothers right me. Texans defensive coordinator Mike Vrabel. I mean, if they done any, he's got J.J. Watt and all sorts of talent to deal with down there. Do they, do they really just light the world on Never fire? Never really lived up to their potential. Lions defensive coordinator Terrell Austin. The Lions defense really great. I mean, that, that makes no sense to me. Uh, Chiefs offensive coordinator Matt Nagy. Uh, I think I'll pass the way that offense is imploded. They started great now. Chiefs special teams coordinator Dave Tobe. Been there, done that. We're good. We picked Vance Joseph over Dave Tobe. I don't think Dave Tobe should be in the consideration. Well, and you know who Ooh. Dave Tobe's little prodigy is, right? It's Brock Oliva. Brock Oliva. The yeah. name Tobe bothers me. All I right. just, change your name. Here's Otherwise the last one on their list, and they don't have my guy, Matt LaFleur, who's the offensive coordinator of the Rams. See, I like that name. I think he's That's a name. good name. If you, if you have a good name, you have such an advantage in this world. Here's an interesting one, though. Eagles offensive coordinator Frank Reich, the former Bills quarterback. Known for? The greatest comeback in NFL Ever. history. Ever. He's 55. He's done wonders with Carson Wentz. That offense is what did Chris Harris Jr. call that offense? Which offense? The Eagles offense. College. College offense. Mm-hmm. Might be a good fit for one Paxton Lynch. Oh Might my be a God! Good you fit still... for one Baker oh Mayfield. My, oh my God! Oh my God! What, it, oh my! The, it's the two se- full games. Oh my God! It's seven fifty-seven. Yeah. It took him fifty-seven minutes to go there. To go where? Oh my God, dude! He's, he's still the, the trying Jackson to rehab. Thing has, he's still trying. He's still going okay. there. Okay, yeah. he's so, still doing wow. this. Okay, he's wait, still wait, 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 doing wait. this. Wait a minute. So I'm going off of who's on the roster. 
Wow. You guys are going to hire a, a, okay. a head coach based on what? You know, Andrew Luck? I was That's what you're going to hire. I, you're I going to so hire Harbaugh because they're going to go get Andrew Luck. Stanford, Stanford connection. Yeah. yeah, that's real. And Vic, what, what, what are we going with here? I don't know. Name, name a quarterback. Name one. I don't care. Maybe go hire the Wyoming coach. Isaiah McKenzie, a quarterback. <laughs> I don't care. The point is, your list, you were, you, you had me. You had me into it, right? I was like, okay, this is great. It's a great There's list. There's like three good candidates. And then you get to the point where you try to rationalize bringing a coach in to rehabilitate Baxton Lynch. I mean, come on, man. You've seen enough. You Just say it. You've go seen back. enough. Jesse, you should go back and replay it. I said that'd be a good fit for Paxton Lynch or Baker Mayfield. You didn't let me finish before you guys started falling out of your Sorry. chairs. Uh-huh. It, it just You're the only person in town who still thinks there's anything there with Paxton Lynch. I'm the only Lynch. person in town that deals in reality. You guys should understand that because I've been pointing out the reality with this team for months. Okay, I'll give, you the right. ben- I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Given your track record this year, I Thank did the entire hot take on it. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. I'll do so with utter disdain for you, but I'll, I'll do it. They owe him four and a half million dollars next year. If they cut him into two and a half million dollar cap hit, he's going to be on this roster. I think he will too. Uh, I think you could get a sixth or seventh round pick nah, for him. No, no, He's going to be on what, this roster. Let me ask you, what NFL coach or front office type sitting out there looking at, at Paxton's performance saying, oh yeah, I got to have some of that. They're thinking he was mismanaged in Denver, mistreated, and they want to give him a fresh start Eli somewhere Eli Manning, else. pipe dream. Kurt Cousins, I'm not saying that's the case, dream. but Andrew Luck, mm-hmm. such a ridiculous pipe dream. I can't believe we talk about it every day on this show. They're going to have a high enough yeah. pick, probably, that they can draft Rosen or Mayfield or Darnold, Darnold or Allen or one of these guys. But that's still a rookie quarterback. However, mm-hmm. I would take Baker Mayfield on the field at Sports Authority Field Sunday against the Jets over anybody the Broncos have right now. I, if they flew him in today. In my grand hypothetical world, they'd have a much better chance of competing. Now, I can get on board with that. By the way, he's going to win the Heisman. He should. Oh, he's the runaway it's, favorite. It's Baker, yes. it's Lamar Jackson, and who's the other guy love, the, the the running back for Stanford? Those, those are the candidates this year? Lamar Jackson's intriguing, too. Intriguing, yes, but... How many I, times has he been invited to New York for the Heisman? I mean, this is the third time? Yeah, yeah. intriguing, yes. And but what is I don't Louisville think ever done? he's a first-round pick. Why? I think he's more of a. Well, that's a good point. I'm, I'm the wrong Baker person. Mayfield based I'm on the his wrong, height. You're right. Me saying that is just pulling something out of my. You know what? I have I no idea. I'd have to make study plays. him a little more. I want a guy who can make plays. If you're going to go Lamar Jackson, you, as you always like to say, you have to be willing to completely adjust your offense to huh? his talent. That's why Frank Reich, who likes to run a college offense, would be a good but fit. But one of the texters made a good point. It's not Frank Reich. Running the office. It's Doug Peterson in Miami. Maybe. Or in uh, Philly. Maybe. It's not, it's not right. I mean, he knows that because he's in the meetings. Yeah, but you know, it's those offensive oriented coaches. They run the show on the offensive side of things. They're not going to let other people tell them how to run their offenses. So we can blame did the defense here, here on McDaniels did it here. I'm just telling you, that's what they're doing. I would agree that Doug Peterson's heavily involved, but I mean, you don't think Frank Reich picked anything up? Getting okay. back to Mayfield real quick, he would be the exact opposite of Trevor Simeon when it comes to personality, too. Exactly. That would be a refreshing change of you pace want, as You well. want a crotch grabber? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't mind one yeah. either. Yeah. I want okay. a, no, I want a guy who's going to plant the flag in the middle of the... Oh, in, at Ohio oh, State Stadium. That's if you did that in Oakland, you might. Oof. All right, when we come back, we'll recap what's going on at CU. We got some news for you, plus our Power Five question of the day, right here on the Vic Lombardi Show. Alt
92.950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Avalanche are at Pepsi Center taking on the Sabres. The puck drops at 7 o'clock with a pregame show getting away at 6.35. Mark Mosher, the radio voice of the Avs, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Moj. Home of the Cards. you and Nugget and Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. And this thing is over. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Sources telling Vic Lombardi that coaching changes are coming up at CU. Football coaches, assistants to be hired and fired. According to several reports this morning, Brian Lindgren leaving CU to take the offensive coordinator's job at Oregon State. That's out there already. They're not done yet in terms of assistant coaches. More to come on that story as uh, we continue to monitor the changes up at CU. And you got to figure this should not come as a surprise to anyone. The, the only surprise is this. Here's the only surprise. If they do indeed dismiss coaches... They would have to eat contracts. That doesn't happen all too often at CU because we know the money situation there. It's just different. This isn't Alabama. It's not A&M. It's not LSU. Correct. All right. Uh, they hold their wallets a little tighter up there. Just the way it is. Which I don't have a huge problem with. But, yeah, it does make this a little bit uh, curious or surprising. But this is what you get after a 5-7 and seven season in which you really failed – to work off the momentum of the previous season. All right. The rise gave way to what? What, what would you call what happened this year? The rise gave way the downfall. to downfall. Well, it wasn't a, I mean, you know, listen, and, and I want to be fair about this. They were competitive in almost every game until the end of the season. It got ugly. The Utah game was ugly. They were, they should have beaten ASU. They had a chance to beat ASU. They could have beaten USC. Right. I mean, you started the show by going through all these bowl games that I thought you were making up. The fact they're not even in one That's is, the point. is an indictment. It is very difficult today in modern college football not to become eligible for a bowl game. You know how hard that is? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, CSU's going. <laughs> <laughs> Let the text machine roll. Yes. Very so does the New Mexico bowl count? Is that actually a bowl? Well, if it's, the first, hey, if it's hey, the first one up, ask Mike Bobo if he values another month of practice. Uh, I know, ask I him. Know, I know. I'm sure the kids will get an iPad and a, you know, a, a hoodie. Well, they value it. Otherwise, they wouldn't go. <laughs> Jesse, let's roll it. It's our Power Five question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power Five. Okay, Akeeb Talib will join us at uh, eight fifteen as he does every Wednesday. How was your text exchange with Keeb this week? Uh, ooh, you know what? Yeah. I just got a text from Akeeb Tlaib. Okay. That's funny timing. Can we go 825? I'm on a business call right now. Sure. Yeah, no problem. We'll make that change. 825. Well, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll <laughs> go, sorry, I'll ask, I'll see if we can do 830. We'll go 830. Yeah, text him back and just say, what, what should we have HW text him back? <laughs> no, let's, let's no, write, no, let's no, write, no, 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 Hey, um, speaking of business, I own a Tupperware company. Just wondering if you're interested in coming to my party this weekend. Text that to him. I said no worries. Be a part of my group. Two, okay. <laughs> I think you should send him an emoji. 
I just said no worries. It's 8.32. Okay. Uh, I just said, hey, are we good for 8.15 tomorrow? And he said, yeah. So. I want you to send him the audible message of this. Our plan was to do what we do. You know what we do. Who we did. If you're just tuning in, Akeem Talib will now join us at 8.32, just right. confirmed. Right. So, very exact. back to our, our Power 5 question. Just want to keep him waiting, you know. What do I ask Akeem today? What do I ask him that hasn't been asked already? So, Reem Pro Partners, text line 30933. Vic will ask some of your questions. What should he ask Akeem? Because the three of us have talked both on and off air. Uh... No, I got, you ask I got a few. I mean, I got a few. Are you going to ask him about the chili again? Because he well, didn't really like the chili no, last is. week. Among the questions that I've considered is, did you get a chance during your week off to hit the uh, foothills, perhaps go up to Estes Park? Yeah, yep, very nice this time of year. Did you get a chance to watch the leaves turn a few months ago? All that stuff. Nature. He's I'm not going to be in the mood for that kind of stuff. Oh, You're exactly baby. right. I think you got to follow up on the chili question. Like, well, you didn't want to have chili with me. Where'd you watch the game? I think you got to ask him what he thought of Bradley Roby's performance. Yeah, I got that. How, how that leads that. into yeah. you know the future. Yeah. I think you need to talk to him about last night's game and why NFL players don't do a better job at taking care of but fellow I, NFL players. I want players. creative questions. Your questions are so yeah, those are obvious. Well, what do you got? <laughs> Give me something that will. Eli- I want something that's going to make him either a angry. B. Well, I think laugh. I can do that. Who's his least favorite media member? Okay. That's, I love that. How That's about a good one. Least favorite media. I think member. I know the answer, but I won't say. How about this radio. one? Least favorite media. Member. Why does your head coach keep telling us you have good practice and your performance as a team gets to become more and more of a joke? On I like a that. Basis? But I wouldn't pose it that way. If you shove practice Jordan Norwood after game. one fumble, what, what are you, you going to do? What do you want to do to <laughs> Isaiah McKenzie? <laughs> what the hell are you going to do to McKenzie? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, there's a way to ask um, that. Though. Let's see. If you were playing against Trevor Simeon, mm-hmm. would you jump the out route every single play? <laughs> well, I, I'm getting a lot of this on my own personal text line. Akib, will you be here next year? I sort of asked him that last week. It's a very good question. Did you, did you, he said he doesn't. He's not thinking that far. Yeah, he said guys, you think further ahead than yeah, he does. Exactly. So, folks, I mean, if you want me to ask that again, I can. But I asked him that last week, and he laughed. So no one's going to answer that now. Again, you have to put yourself in the shoes of these dudes, man, um, when you ask these questions. You have to anticipate. Ask him who he and the players consider the boss down there. Who is it is Joe it? Ellis? Is it John Elway? Who's, who who, who is, runs the Broncos? Who is the boss? That's a good question. That, I like that. I, I, I would I like assume that. it's John Elway, see, but that's see, a good question. Now, 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 now see, see what I'm saying? See, now you're thinking. Okay. That crap you spit out there to start this? <laughs> Not now, now you're, now you're giving me something that will open up to, he might answer and surprise us all. Ask he him, might surprise us all with that answer. Ask him if he considers the December 16th trip to Albuquerque a nice reward. <laughs> By the way, somebody on the text line says, <laughs> well, I, know, I, can, yours, I can already tell you what it is. I don't, I don't even have to look at says it. Says a loser's team's fan base. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. All right, so the last time with, they played in a championship game for a P5 conference. Um, on the text line right now, in regards to to lead questions, uh, somebody says nine eight two one. Speaking of nature, why don't you ask him boxers or briefs? Nah, not I happening. I think it's weird. Uh, Paul Paul Ramsey writes in. Did you enjoy the new menu at Buffalo Wild Wings on Sunday? Hmm? I'm I don't think I don't home. think Key went to Buffalo they have Wild a new menu? Wings. Who just bought Buffalo Wild Wings? Yeah, they they got Arby's. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Arby's. That's right. Uh, nine eight three seven. 
Ask him what his favorite cereal is. I enjoy a nice bowl of cinnamon life right now. Cinnamon life's good. Regular life's fine. Any of the Cap'n Crunches, I'm good with. No, that's just You're a Cap'n Crunch guy? Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I don't like extra sugar yeah. on my cereal. Peanut butter crunch, nah, crunch berries, nah. normal Cap'n Crunch, Christmas Cap'n Crunch. communist. You know what I do like? What's that cereal that has all the almonds in it? And the it, raisin it, bread? No, not raisin bread. Almonds Gosh. in your cereal? Almond nut choy or what, what, <laughs> what, the, hell's, what the hell's that called? What I don't did know. You say? Al, al, almond <laughs> almond nut choy. <laughs> What's it called? Help me out. Come on, Jesse. You have cereal? I'm, I'm allergic to almonds, so I wouldn't know. You are? Yeah. God, what's it like to live your life? You've never had a good almond? No. Nope. You never go to the gas station? Aren't you allergic to ketchup, too, or don't like ketchup? No, I'm terrified of ketchup. Terrified of you're, ketchup. You're, you're weird, dude. Yeah. Hey, no ketchup, no almonds? Yeah. How do you live? You've never had almond nut choy? What do you do all day? <laughs> never had almond nut choy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good power five at some point. What's like a what's a very normal, acceptable uh, food that you don't like? All right, back to this. Ketchup lead. is a very normal, acceptable yeah. food. I mean, yeah. if you don't like ketchup, I... Would but he's like, like scared of ca- like I, I, he's scared of water. His kids no. like put it on him in the middle of the night, and he had like a meltdown. Oh my goodness! Oh. Um, the other uh, suggested questions for Akib Talib: Greatest Kansas football player not named Akib. That's easy. Chris Harris, Gale, Gale Sayers. Sayers. Yes. <laughs> listen to listen to the millennial Jimmy here. Christmas. Listen to the millennial. You ever heard of Gale Sayers? I, I've heard of him, but I'd still take Chris <laughs> Harris. God. <laughs> Uh, somebody wants me to ask, does the New Mexico Bowl count? <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> God, you guys are mean, man. Uh, Nash in a Manchester voice, not a big Alden guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here is the cereal I was referring to. Thank you, Texter. Honey Bunches of Oats. That's the one. I love it. How is that anywhere near <laughs> almond nut choy? <laughs> Wait, what's the last word? Almond nut. He said choy. Choy? <laughs> I meant to say joy. <laughs> oh God! All right, I don't know. What, what, what are we doing next? Uh, we'll do what's We're the paper. We're stalling the globe. I keep believe will join us at eight thirty-two. Good stuff. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Almond nut choy, everybody. It's hard to believe that the calendar already reads December, and you know what that means. It's time to start thinking about how you can start the new year off right with extra money in your pockets. I'm talking anywhere from $500 to $1,000 a month and maybe even delaying up to two months' worth of mortgage payments. The time to refinance is now as rates remain low, but the Fed is meeting in a couple of weeks, so we may be seeing a slight increase before the year's end. So start today. It just takes a 10-minute call to the salary-based mortgage experts at American Financing. They can identify ways to cut back on your mortgage payment or ways to get rid of your higher interest debt. I know some of you are spoiling your loved ones with holiday gifts, so don't delay on paying off those high-interest credit cards. Get the financial guidance you need for a successful 2018. There are no upfront fees, and you can even close in as fast as 10 days. What are you waiting for? Call my friends at American Financing, 303-695-7000. Check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. That's the official mortgage company of Altitude 950, American Financing.
Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Do you have a hankering for some real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Rael de Minas. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Rael de Minas will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican food, it's Rael de Minas with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at Rael de Minas Restaurant. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. We're all looking for balance. We're so busy with family, with work, and now the holidays. If you know someone who needs a retreat, Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa is an oasis where they can relax and do something good for themselves. Get them a holiday gift certificate to take a yoga class or have a five-star spa day with hot stone massage. Make your loved one a priority and get back in balance at Five Wellbeing Studio and Spa in Littleton. Purchase a $125 gift certificate and receive a $25 gift from them to you. This is Jeremy Hubbard. Every day, the Fox 31 problem solvers make a difference in Colorado by gathering all the facts, reporting them fairly, and getting the story right. So see why Colorado is turning to a new source for news every night at 5 and 9. Unbiased, trustworthy, accurate. The Fox 31 Problem Solvers. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. A rollover accident continues to cause slowdown southbound Colorado Boulevard approaching 13th. Stop traffic starts around 26th Ave. Avoid the area if you can. Traffic is brought to you by the Foundation for a Better Life. Looking slow eastbound C-470 Kipling through to Platte Canyon. Loosen to Colorado and westbound C-470 between Broadway and Santa Fe. Winston Churchill's words stirred his country in the face of defeat. Today they inspire us to reach for our own victories. Commitment. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Valley. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. All right, the uh, traditional media now has a story. We are untraditional here. Those of us who feast on almond nut choy. As reported last night, Sources telling me that changes are afoot up at CU football, coaching changes. Now, uh, several reports. This one from Brian Howell of BuzzZone.com. Are we going to try and get Brian on here? Is he, uh... So Brian just said he can join us in five minutes. All right, great. So we'll talk to Brian in about five minutes. Brian uh, confirms uh, that offensive coordinator Brian Lindgren, co-offensive coordinator, is taking a similar job at Oregon State and that Darren Shiverini 
will now uh, fill that void as the sole coordinator of the CU offense. So we'll hook up with uh, uh, Brian here momentarily. I, again, I'm also told they're not done yet, that perhaps other positions uh, will be voided. Other positions not by uh, choice, by the way. We'll find out. Uh, it's going to be an interesting day up at CU. Keep Tlaib's going to join us at the bottom of the hour. Uh, normally we talk to him at 8.15 every Tuesday. Today, uh, 8.30. And I'm asking for your guidance, some of your suggestions, what to ask Akib Tlaib. Uh, let's see. Uh, Danny says, ask Tlaib if any of the quarterbacks come to him to seek advice. That's interesting. I'll put that down. That actually would, that would be a pretty smart thing to do of, hey, how would you defend me? Right? Yeah. Oh, that would be smart. Seek advice. Or, or, or receivers. No, receivers. Yeah. How, yeah. how would you run this move? How would you run this post go or, how would you how would you run this particular pattern to get open? Why don't the Broncos receivers get any separation? Dude, man, that's a great question because did you hear the the one nugget I gleaned from the Vance Joseph press conference yesterday? Because how often is he critical of his players? Very rarely. He did say his receivers didn't do much to get separation. They didn't and it, and it did seem like when they did, Trevor missed them by five yards. Like when they were open, yeah. the ball was way over their head or way outside. But more often than not, he doesn't have anybody or whoever's playing quarterback doesn't have anybody open to throw to, which is partially on the receivers, and I think it's in large part on the scheme. Uh, again, a lot of these Akib suggested questions I cannot read, so I'm not sure what good that's doing you. Uh, somebody says, what outfit outfit did he have on to watch the game? Was he wearing his jersey? <laughs> It'd be pretty funny if he's wearing his game jersey to watch the game. You know, funny it's an issue because all these fans, we all wear jerseys, right? Mm-hmm. But what if an actual player was wearing was jersey wearing while jersey? watching? I do want to went to a game. Like, what if Jake Plummer shows up at a at a Bronco game wearing a Jake Plummer, Plummer jersey? jersey? I think it's a power move, personally. I do want to know what it was like for him if he understands kind of our perspective now of watching it on TV every Sunday. Because we forget the like, when's the last time Akeem Talib watched his team play? Because that guy's never well, really hurt. He did it a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Maybe yeah. he did he watch Red Zone or did he watch the whole game? Yeah, oh, I'm sure he watched the whole game. Yeah. Do, do you think Akeem Talib knows what Red Zone even is? Yes, these guys. Sure. Yes. What about when they have a Monday a night game or a Thursday night game? Mm, or, true. Or a bye, I guess. God, I can't wait till the Thursday night game. So that means Sunday we get to watch Ooh. just Red Zone and have to watch any of the Broncos. Yeah. The question is that, that is a gift. Keep. Do you know what a DVR is? Keep. Do you know what a laptop is? These guys are just so focused on their job and their gig that they don't live in our world as fans. Of hey, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to Red Zone and then I'm gonna flip over to the Broncos. Like it's just a different world they live in. Uh, here's a shot at you, James, uh, from zero four five nine. James, I'm sure CU has some real good weeks of practice this season. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. What was the score of the CU CSU game? Uh, it was CU seventeen. We're start this again. Three. Are yeah. we really going to start this yeah. again? I'm, I'm just, I asked the question, that's all. Alright, time to play. Well, we're gonna go to Brian Howell here in about 30 seconds, so. Oh. Yeah. I was all I got excited. some good ones for what's in the paper. Guaranteed Man. things that you've heard of, Vic, that and HWS has never, ever heard of. Okay. Marty. Why? Because I didn't know Gail Sayers went to Kansas? Sue me. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That is I, actually I, really bad. That, do you know who Gail Sayers is? He's a guy who played football. Really good. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's one of the all-time greats. He's a running back, right? Yes, he was Barry Sanders before Barry Sanders. When you got your bowling degree in Missouri, do you guys ever have any (laughs) Gale Sarris? Here's what's odd about it. Gale Sarris retired before I was born. I've watched Gale Sarris highlights. I know who Gale Sarris is. That is the most amazing thing about millennials. Is you don't know anything about anything that was before they were, they you were born. They refused to look past the year 2000. Right. It's just, it didn't happen. It did I, not happen. I know a, a lot of stuff before I was born. Quiz you, me. Okay. Quiz me. Are you familiar with Almond Nut Choi? <laughs> yes. Honey Bunches of Oats or whatever. Right. Who ran for president in 1980? Lyndon B. Johnson. <laughs> Let's go to the hotline. Brian <laughs> Howe. No, not yet. Oh, you're calling him. Sorry about that. Right now. Uh, last night, I had to think on my feet a little bit because they said that President Bush was going to be at the Nuggets game. So he shows up at the game, and I took a guess, and I, I couldn't recollect as he was, was he 43 or 42? 43. Oh, there's president number 43. Thank God I was right. Yep. He was 43. 41 was the other option. Yes. Let's go to the hotline right now, uh, and join from buffzone.com, Brian Howell, who's been on the show frequently. Brian, how are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks for confirming this. You have the report out today that Brian Lindgren has left the CU football program to take a similar job at Oregon State. Now, did he leave on his own accord? That's the question. Uh, I think yes and no. Okay. Um, I I suspect that uh, this was uh, sort of like a few years ago when Kent Bear left as a defensive coordinator, and it was kind of told to him, you're not coming back. Go find another job. I think, I think Colorado wanted to make a change. I think they – Informed Brian of that, and he was able to go out and find a new job. That's my guess. Um, I have not been able to get anybody at CU to confirm that part of it, but my guess is that uh, that it was that that they that they allowed him to go seek other opportunities rather than just saying, "Hey, you're done and firing him." Hmm. I'm I'm being told that other assistants on the staff are subject to change. Put it that way, there might be some dismissals. Have you heard any of those reports? I've heard rumblings of that, but uh, but no confirmations at this point. I mean, I think after a season that they had this last year, that certainly there's uh, some possibilities of things like that happening. And I've heard some rumblings of, of certain things, but uh, but nothing confirmed at this point. Um, if there are changes, do you expect them on the offensive or defensive side? I think the things I've heard, mm-hmm. I think there's going to be one of each. You know, I. I think that Gary Bernardi um, is is a name that uh, you look at the tight ends coach, um, just because he's he's one of the higher paid coaches on the staff, and coaches a position that, as we see, doesn't get involved that much in the offense. I mean, they're used as blockers, but you know, I think that he's one to look at. I think another one to look at is Jim Jeffcoat, the defensive line coach, who that group has really struggled, and a big reason for that is their recruiting at that position has not been very good. So. Um, I think that those are two places I would look at. Um, I could see Darren Shiverini being shifted to the sole offensive coordinator. And then at some point you know, next month, uh, all, all teams are going to be able to add that 10th assistant coach. So you know, I think that there's, there's a lot of moving parts here. It's going to be interesting to see what Mike McIntyre decides to do with all those pieces. Brian, in regards to the offensive coordinator's role, I've always been of the opinion, any position, you know, when you have two quarterbacks, you have none, all that business. How, how did they coexist anyway? I mean, isn't that too complex to have a co-coordinator position in the first place? Yeah, I, I think in some ways it is. I think that last year, um, I, I think that they, they coexisted pretty well. And, you know, when I talked to the two of them about that, they always said how, hey, we, we work together really well. 
um, I don't know, you know, as things started to really struggle this year, I don't know if that if that relationship deteriorated or not. But, you know, especially last year, they always talked about how they enjoyed working with each other. It was a lot of fun. And the way they did it is the two of them would work together creating the game plan every week. And then Lindgren was the play caller, but Shiverini would offer his input. So he's on the headset on the field and would say, hey, I think we should do this. And Lindgren would say, yeah, let's go with that. So it sounded like they had a fairly good working relationship. I don't know if that deteriorated as the season went along, however. So would you anticipate now Shiverini doing all of the above, play caller, he'll formulate the game plan, everything? I would anticipate that. But, I, you know, they haven't – you hasn't confirmed that yet. But mm-hmm. that would be my guess because um, I – I know that they really like Shiverini over there, and and you know, I'm not sure if you can bring somebody else in and and keep a co-coordinator system. And if you bring somebody else in, I don't think you could really demote Shiverini and keep him happy. Last question, so Brian. I'll let you go because you yeah. know the history at CU. You know how tough it is financially to make moves with any coaches. Um, does this surprise you? Are they going to have to eat some money here if they do make moves today in addition to the Lindgren move? No, because there's nobody else that uh, – nobody has a, a full-time contract. Ah. The only one who does is uh, defensive coordinator uh, DJ Elliott, and I don't think he's going anywhere. So, so no, they would not have to eat, eat, eat any money at this point. See, so that's the good and bad of hiring assistants at CU. The bad is you don't get you, know, you don't get these extended contracts. They don't allow for it. The good is you can make changes anytime you please. Now, the other part is that they, the new legislation allows for that. CU just has not yet – sign these, these coaches that won't play your contracts. They will this offseason, but currently the coaches don't have it other than DJ. Brian, have you ever tried almond nut choy as a cereal? <laughs> I have not. Okay, give it a shot. It's not bad. Brian, thanks I'll for your that. time, buddy. I appreciate it. Thanks for the information. Keep digging that story, bud. Thanks, Vic. Appreciate All right, it. that is Brian Howell, BuffZone.com, confirming the report we had last night. Change, uh, changes at the uh, CU football staff. Brian Lindgren headed to Oregon State and uh, more possible changes coming today. When we come back, your questions, keep them coming. Akib Talib, right here on Altitude 950. Hello, homeowners. You like that house, don't you? But you need to sell. For whatever reason, you need to get out. Well, you can call my boy Trey Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, the only agent in town who will sell your house at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. Troy has an exclusive system for marketing these homes. It's been proven to get his clients the most money. Give him a call today, 720-900-4433. There's no obligation. There's no high pressure. There's no risk. If you change your mind, you're unhappy. Troy lets you out of the contract free and clear. Again, 720-900-4433. That's 720-900-4433. Hey, Vic Lombardi here, and it's that time of year when we give thanks for all the good things in our lives. Me, I am thankful anytime I can get a good night's sleep. But if you have sleep apnea, or if you share a bed with someone who does, you may not feel so thankful if you're not getting relief from your CPAP machine. And you're not alone. Studies show more than 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Well, the future of sleep therapy is here, and it's called Inspire. Inspire is a sleep apnea solution. 
doesn't require a mask or a hose. Inspire works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It's a small device implanted under the skin that delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open while you sleep. Inspire is FDA approved and currently being offered in over 100 leading medical centers across the country. The freedom to sleep, like everyone else, is just a click away. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and to find out about a free Inspire educational event on Thursday, December 7th at the Medical Center of the Rockies in Loveland. That's InspireSleep.com. Sip, shop, and savor the season at the Denver Chris Kindle Market near the Clock Tower in downtown Denver. This free European marketplace hosted by the German-American Chamber is open daily through December 23rd. Full details at DenverChrisKindleMarket.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. It has been a big delay on southbound Colorado Boulevard this morning. If you normally take it, there is a rollover accident clearing at 13th. Looks like only that left lane is getting through. Stop traffic back to at least 26th Ave. Take your favorite alternate. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. C470 stop and go between Lucent and the Colorado Boulevard overpass. Eastbound and westbound running slow between Lucent and Santa Fe where there's a four-car accident off to the shoulder. A girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor. An elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their world, and it will change your own. Unbound.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. This is the Akib Talib Show. Our field, our show. Presented by Metro 21 Real Estate Group. Check them out at Metro21Homes.com. I gotta show up and do something, right? This is the Akib Talib Show. Let's go! On Altitude 950. We do it every week. Rain or shine, every Tuesday, Akib Tlaib right here on Altitude 950. Let's go straight to the hotline. Keep. thanks for joining us. Um, how did you watch the game? Were you alone at home? Were you with a few friends? Tell us how you watched, watched it on it. Sunday. I watched it with uh, with my son. Me and Jabril watched the game together. Nice. And Jabril's the guy that you think should be a member of the media right away, right? Jabril, you said he can he can do this job right now. No, nah, he shouldn't be a member of the media. But I'm saying if all else fails and he don't go first round, then we just go ahead and give him a media <laughs> Have him go make some money somewhere, Keith. Don't let him waste time in this business. Trust me. All right, so you're watching the game. How do you watch a game? Are you screaming at your television? Are you quiet? What's it like? Uh, it's kind of both. Sometimes I'm quiet. Sometimes I'm talking. I kind of know the defenses. Once we line up, I know we're in and and just watch it. Yeah. What'd you think about Bradley Roby's performance? Uh, Roby played great, man. He had a great game, man. Got his hands on a bunch of footballs. He created a turnover. Uh, he had a hell of a game. How would you describe his game? Because we know what you do. We know what Chris Harris does. But what, what is Bradley Roby's? What are his strengths, weaknesses, whatever? How would you describe him as a corner? Uh, his strengths, he's fast, man. He, he got great speed. And uh, he's 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 quick. He's fast. He got great speed. He's real quick. Uh, just need to work on his eyes a little bit. The, the players that he had bad in the game, it was just, Bad eyes. He had a few bad plays. It was just because he had bad eyes. So that's stuff that just get better as you as you get as you play more plays in the NFL. So he'll he'll definitely clean that up. Can you please describe the Chris Harris interception? Because to me, when I looked at the replay, man, look, oh, he's gonna get beat. He's gonna get beat. But his his fundamentals, his ability to stay with the play, I think, is what makes Chris special because he never gives up. How did he come up with that pick? Uh, I, I didn't think he was going to get beat. He ran with the dude. The dude was never behind him. He ran with the dude step mm. to step. He turned around. He found the ball. He got a hand on it, and uh, 
he he kept his eyes on that ball. He was able to make that pick. But I didn't think he was going to get beat at all. When when they lined up, I actually at home, I said, okay, they're coming at Chris. And, man, he ran a fade from the nasty split, and uh, he never got behind Chris. So I didn't think he was going to get beat at all. See, that's why I'd love, I would love to watch a game with you. You said right away they're coming at Chris. How did you know they are going in that direction? Because uh, uh, it was it was maybe the first four second downs there. There, whatever it was, they have a negative first down, so it'll be second and ten. Usually on second and ten, teams run the football, but for some reason, every second and ten, the Dolphins they did like a play action pass. So it was it was about the third one of the game or the fourth one of the game, and as soon as they came out in that same formation, I said, "Oh, play action pass." They doing another play action pass, and Chris was off. Roby was pressed. Chris was off. So. With a nasty split, nasty split meaning the receiver is tight to the core. Uh, that's the matchup that you want. If a guy has a tight split, you want to throw to the off coverage. Wow. Chris was in off coverage, so that's how I knew Cutler was going to throw it to Chris. God, I, I love this stuff. I, I love hearing you break down coverage and all this. So during the course of the game, how many times did you see a play coming since you could see the entire field? Uh, a few. I, I, I kind of called out a couple of them. Uh, they, they, they had a pattern, man. The Dolphins had a real a real simple pattern, and uh, Joe was on that pattern. We did pretty good on defense, man. We, we played a bunch of players on defense, but yeah. for the most part, I thought we played well on defense. We got we got turnovers, man, and uh, and uh, we got hip to their pattern real early, so they they wasn't able really wasn't able to do a lot until later in the game, man. Our guys got kind of tired. I think we yeah. got tired up front, and we let him run the ball on us. So, well, it, it's been a it's been happening all season. Clearly, you can't stay on the field that long and play at a certain level. Eventually, they're going to get to you. I need to ask you, when you're watching and you see Isaiah McKenzie trying, man, he's trying to make a play. It looks like he's over-trying. Are you at all, keep sympathetic to his situation? The dude tries to make a play, fumbles in the end zone, and now he's on the bench again. What What is your reaction to something like that? Uh, well, I would have put him on a bench again too. Hmm. Honestly, I mean, it's, it's NFL, man. Ain't no, ain't no sympathy in this game. It's the NFL, man. We are professionals. Uh, we all did something to get us here. So once you get here, you expected to to perform at a certain level. So that's what we got to do. Well, if that's the case, then how come guys get second and third chances? I mean, is he doing something in practice that we're not seeing? Did he do something in preseason that we're not I mean, seeing? Yeah, Guys get them chances because, uh, I mean, Vic, you think about it. It's about 1,500 guys total in the NFL. Yeah. So then then you, you, you break it down to it's about 40 guys who can return punts. You know, that's in the whole NFL. So it's it's, it's limited, man. It's, it's a hard game to play. So we got what we got. We brought them here to return punts. So we don't have too many guys on our team who can return punts. So that's his job. So I mean, you you try to make E do his job. E he's he's fighting the ankle injury, yeah. and uh, and E got his hands full trying to play sixty snaps at receiver. You know what I'm saying? He gets tired too. So we got to let guys do their job, man. So that's just the nature of the business. You handle you handle if the guys not doing their job. You handle it in the off season. We can't really handle it week thirteen or whatever. All right, I get it. So I need to ask you this because all year we hear that Vince Joseph says we've had great practices. We're, you know, Wednesday practice, great practice, Thursday, great practice. How how come it doesn't transfer over to the game? The difference between practice versus the game. you got guys who can practice well and guys who show up on game day. Is that the problem this year? I mean, well, in, in practice, uh, the scout team defense consists of uh, – 
D Mount and 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 the couple guys, you know, it don't consist of a Dominican Sue. Yeah. And 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 those guys like that. So it's, it's it's different bodies in the game. It's a different speed and it's different talent in the game. So practice can go as good as you want. It's like a sparring match. Mm-hmm. That sparring match is go great. But when you line up in a ring and, and it's Mike Tyson, that's not the person you've been sparring this whole time. <laughs> that's a great point, man. Um, wondering what your thoughts were on Adam Gase, the onside kick late, and then third and one with the game already in hand, taking that deep shot down the sideline. What were you thinking when you saw those plays? Oh, I, 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 I expect that from Adam. I mean, from Gase. Uh, it's, it's, he wanted to, he wanted to kill us, man. He, uh, he probably still got a little animosity built up mm-hmm. towards John Elway and the Broncos. So he wanted to just embarrass us, man. He wanted to onside kick. He wanted to throw a fade up. Up thirty points or whatever, and uh, and he got the right to do it, man. We if we don't want him to do it, we better stop it. So they threw the deep ball, rope stopped it. We got the onside kick, or did we get the onside? No, kick? they got it, man. They got the onside. Oh, yeah, kick. they got the onside yeah. kick. So I mean, hey, if we if if if, if we don't want him to do it, we should have stopped it. We should have got the onside kick, had good good field position, and went and scored. And then he would have wished he didn't do it. So I totally agree with you, Keith. Football league is yep. there's no mercy rules in this league, so. We got to play until the clock says zero zero zero, and he could play and do whatever he wants until the clock says zero zero zero. So he got the right to do it. Totally agree. When when John Elway uses the word soft, soft is people bitching and moaning about another team running it up. This is professional football. You don't want him to run it up. You do something about it. You don't want him to run it up. You do something about it. I seen. I, I played. I played in New England. It was a point in time where I played in New England. And Bill played to the clock was zero zero zero. It, you know, it ain't matter. We still throw the ball. We'll do whatever. Yeah. We're gonna play football until the game is over, because you never know what can happen. Keep. Did you happen to watch that Monday night game last night, Pittsburgh and Cincy? Uh, I caught. I caught maybe the second half of it. Dude, there were some hits in that game. Your th- oh, definitely. When you they saw Ju- came in the second half. Oh my goodness, Juju Smith Schuster, that crack he had. Uh. Was that a cheap shot in your mind, or is that just football? Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't a cheap shot. It wasn't a cheap shot. But he he just hit him with his helmet right on his chin. So if he would if he would hit him shoulder to shoulder, that'd have been a great block. It was just the placement of his head. So it was the placement of his head that made it. That that's why he got hurt. But uh, I mean, crack blocks are not cheap blocks. You just gotta. Mm-hmm. You just gotta. It, it's the placement. It's, it's your your body placement that can get a guy hurt. But. Crack blocks are illegal. They're not illegal. It's just the just like I said, it's just that placement. So he put his head right into his chin and and the game goes so fast you can't say he tried to put his head into his chin. He just went and tried to crack block him yeah. and that's where his head ended up. So I won't say it's a cheap shot at all. All right, couple more we're done here, Kiva. Uh, questions from uh, the fans who uh I, I asked, can can somebody give me some questions that they've never heard before? I have a key, but somebody wants to know when you think of the boss at Dove Valley, who's the boss? Who walks around there? Who makes all the decisions? Who would that be in your mind? In my mind, uh, John Elway. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. I just wanted to confirm. Uh, next question: AFC West. Who's the best team? Who's the best team? Who do you think will win this division? Uh, honestly, honestly, I think the Chargers is going to go win the division, man. They uh, they they hot right now. They're playing the best football right now, and and they have a great team. I don't know how you start off on five with that team or on four or whatever they started off with that team. And mm-hmm. they got probably a Hall of Fame quarterback, man. They got great edge rushers. They got uh one of the best cornerbacks in the league, man. Casey Hayward is playing great football. 
and uh, they discipline. I watch those guys play defense, man. They run one to two coverages, Vic, and they run them perfect, just hmm. like Seattle did. So they kind of in that Seattle system with that cover three and that three J, and uh, and they run it perfect, man. Their linebackers get great depth. They D line play the run. Their linebackers just great in play action, and uh, they just playing good football right now, man. And and you know they offense, they offense, they offense is always a plus, man. So mm-hmm. they like I said, they got a future Hall of Fame quarterback. And they got Keenan Allen playing at an all-pro level, man. Yeah. I think Keenan Allen will be an all-pro this year, man. He's probably – me and Chris talked about it. He's probably the best receiver we went against this year. Wow. So. Wow. See, so, uh, now that you guys are out of it, I, I'm actually pulling for the Chargers. I want to see the Chargers win this division. I want to see the Chargers get deep into the playoffs, personally. I think – I actually think they'll win this division. Uh, they'll win it at, at like 10-6. and 10-6 and will win the division. And uh, I think they end up like 10-6 and and uh, win this division. All right, last question. Coach Joseph said you were back in the room playing dominoes yesterday. How's your dominoes game? Can anybody hold you in that room? Well, man, well, we've asked our rookies to bring us new dominoes all year, man. Mm-hmm. That, that really didn't happen. And uh, so so Big Pecco, Big Pecco came in with a fresh box of dominoes, some real nice dominoes, man. So <laughs> so me, Chris, me, Chris, uh, Darian Stewart, and Vaughn, we had to break them in. And then I, I definitely won that first game of dominoes. So, uh, and I blessed the dominoes with a win. Nice. Hey, it's always fun talking to you. Sounds like you're in a much better mood. You get a chance to go back and play football this week. So best of luck to you this week. And uh, stay healthy, my man. Appreciate it. Thanks, Vic. Y'all take care. All right. That is Akeeb Tlaib. Did you guys notice him, man? He was a lot more chipper. I mean, he was into it today. Yeah, that was maybe our best Akeeb Tlaib show we've in, ever had. That was awesome. He was awesome. He was engaged. I asked him the question you wanted me to ask about who the boss is, and as expected, John Elway. Yeah. And 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 I'm not saying that's a problem, but if you go around the league and you ask specific players who's the boss, I'd say nine out of ten would say the owner of the team. Correct. correct. It's not the GM. Yes, it's the owner of the team. Therein lies an issue with this team. Totally agree. And, and that's why I think some of the dysfunction we're seeing is not anybody's particular fault. It is the fault of the situation therein. No, I, I would agree. And there's a reason John Elway has sort of emerged as the boss down there. We all get kind of the dynamics of it. I just don't think it's a good situation. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't be the, he should be in charge of football. But he still should have somebody he has to answer to. No accountability at all, because there's no one for him to report to, right? Well, and that's how you end up hiring Vance Joseph. All right. Does he report to Joe Ellis? Do we know? Does John? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you want to get... Yes, they're, I mean, they're equal on the on the org chart, though. Yeah, they're but, side by side. Yeah, but I think overall, so, though, if you want to get the necessary funds to you know, to pay people, he's got to go to that Budgets, budgets come from Joe Ellis. Okay, uh, a lot to talk about regarding the key. Love to know what your thoughts are. I thoroughly enjoyed that interview. We got Jeff Legwall coming in studio at nine o'clock plus our morning sugar fix. Can I do my victory lap today? Like, when do I get to do my victory lap around you and we'll Leggy? do it live. Like, we'll do it I live. Mean, that would be fun. I've already given you kudos, man. I, I, I remember that day this down guy, at the golf course. How much love does he need? He's in such a bad mood at the golf course. Do you remember that? Yeah, but I gave him, I gave him a personalized hot you take. You did do a personalized hot take. ode to Manchester. Remember when mm-hmm. Gabe Landis asked if I was going to be okay because I was yelling so much at you two guys? You want a hug? I'll hug you. <laughs> well, no, you know what? You, you, you're you fine. I'm cool with you. You Leggy? want Leggy to hug you. All right. You know, simply, uh, hey, you were right, James. That'd You'll see nice. it here on Periscope. Leggy <laughs> hugging Manchester coming up in 15 minutes.
The Akib Talib Show has been brought to you by Metro 21 Real Estate Group. Check them out at Metro21Homes.com. Our field, our show. Don't miss Akib Talib every Tuesday at 815 with Vic Lombardi exclusively on Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. With the holidays in full swing, every little thing you cross off your list makes the season a lot less stressful. Start with a $10 CVS cash card, yours when you spend $30 on select items. Then pick up Hershey's Kisses, now two for $5, and all of the other holiday essentials like Christmas lights and wrapping paper. Plus, Hallmark cards for family and friends are now buy one, get one free. Stop into your neighborhood CVS pharmacy today and save big on all the little things you need this holiday. Restrictions apply. See circular for details. Medved marches on. Save thousands on new GMC Sierra and Canyon trucks, including heavy duties, crew cabs, 4x4s, and duallys. And Medved has acres of all-wheel drive Buicks like Envision, Enclave, and Encore. Go to MedvedChevroletBuickGMC.com for details. Medved sells trucks. Medved sells trucks. Small business owners, it's not too early to be thinking about those year-end tax savings. A Section 179 deduction on a new vehicle can save thousands on your tax bill. Medved Chevrolet Buick GMC. Just minutes south of Lincoln on the I-25 corridor to part the 181 ramp Castle Rock. Experience the new Buick. GMC. We are professional grade. Medved sells trucks. Medved sells trucks. Online at MedvedChevroletBuickGMC.com. Medved sells trucks. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME. Metro 21 Real Estate Group. And tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio. The Altitude 950 traffic update. A delay on the Boulder Turnpike at this point with a five-car accident blocking the left two lanes at last check. It's westbound approaching Church Ranch. Do expect delays. Traffic is brought to you by Brakes Plus. Still seeing a delay on southbound Colorado Boulevard with a rollover accident at 13th. Major delays as you make your approach there. Brakes Plus are the brake experts. Experience the plus. Mention this ad and get an oil change starting at $24.99. BrakesPlus.com to schedule an appointment. America comes to Brakes Plus. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. In practice, uh, the scout team defense consists of uh, D-Mount and and, and and a couple guys. It don't, it don't consist of a Dominican Sue. Yeah. And, and, and those guys like that. So it's, it's, it's different bodies in the game. It's a different speed and it's different talent in the game. So practice can go as good as you want. It's like a sparring match. Mm-hmm. So that sparring match can go great. But when you line up in a ring and, and it's Mike Tyson, that's not the person you've been sparring this whole time. 
That is Aqib Tlaib, who was in a great mood today. And I asked him the question, practice versus games. You know, we keep hearing how practices go great, and they, they don't transfer over to the games. And he just said it. It's one thing to practice scout team, but when Mike Tyson is on the other side on Sunday, whole different story. Yeah, and he's completely right. It's the same flawed logic that this coaching staff had when they named Isaiah McKenzie the starting punt returner on the third day of training camp. He had never faced a live punt coverage team. Mm-hmm. It practice doesn't count. Yeah, catching it off the jugs machine is a little different than doing it in front of 80,000 people. Even catching it off Riley Dixon's foot when the guy's coming down can't blow you up. Right. It's a different deal. It's a totally different deal. And then he goes out in, in preseason and averages two yards per punt return. And then he gets into the regular season and he's a disaster. Who could have seen that coming? Hey, how about the question about Isaiah McKenzie? Is there any degree of sympathy, Keeb? Uh, would you have benched him? He what, said would I you? would have benched him too. You would have benched him earlier. Yeah. Of course he would. No sympathy. None. No there sympathy. Isn't any. None. It's why there's, and Ryan Harris was great yesterday talking about the onside kick. There's no sympathy in the NFL. Mm-hmm. They don't feel bad for you. They're out there and they're going at you 100% all the time. I have yet to hear a player in that room go off on Adam Gase for doing what he did. Every not. player that I've heard from, the veterans especially, nah, that's Gase. That's what he is. That's who he does. Hell, Tlaib reference Belichick. That's the way you ball. That's I personally, as a fan, I love it. Yeah. Now, okay, because I don't want to sound like a hypocrite. When that kind of stuff happens in high school and in Pee Wee, and people start running up the score, sure, that bothers crap. the hell yeah. out of me. Well, that because the kids it. on the other side have no way of yeah, stopping we, it. But when you're playing professional sports, everyone's getting paid. I have no issues at all. Well, zero. And on that front, here's why I think Sunday's loss was the biggest indictment of Vance Joseph and company. The Broncos had more talent than the Dolphins. They certainly didn't have less. I mean, at what position, including quarterback, and I, I'm a Jay Cutler guy, but Jay Cutler made enough mistakes in that game to get his team beat. He looked kind of old. I mean, he, I he love also, the way he, he also made some passes. Right throws the yeah, dart. But he also had some passes that only he and a couple other select quarterbacks can But he make. also threw a pick six because he, yeah. he's about the only guy who tries to force that ball mm-hmm. in there. The Broncos didn't have less talent. So they're not the, the, the really good high school team picking on the really crappy high school team. Broncos had as much talent as the Dolphins, and they got their butt kicked in every phase of the game on Sunday. That's an indictment on the coaching staff. Major, major indictment. Forgot the, to ask them. The, the, the Eagles and the Patriots, they're better teams than the Broncos. Yeah. They blew them out because they're better. The Dolphins aren't better. I forgot to ask him about Derek Wolf and what he thinks about the decision that's looming. Derek Wolf's got some neck issues again. Yeah. Remember that spinal contusion he suffered a few years back? It in would Seattle? be the Remember height that? of irresponsibility for Derek Wolf to be on the field in 2017. Totally agree with you. Now, what if I told you the Broncos were 8-3? and, three instead it's, of three it's, and it's a different equation. I know, but I'm just asking. We're talking about the same injury, the same human being, different record. I know. And you just don't want to admit that they're actually 3-9, and nine, not 3-8. and eight. They've Oh, lost, they are? They've lost eight in a row. I know, three it's painful. It's painful. I swear to God, I didn't know that. <laughs> I know. I swear to it's God, on my children, I thought difference. they were three It's the same difference. But if they were nine and three, you look at it and say, is it safe for him to play? And if it is, then it's a pain issue and he should play. Right now, there, there's zero reason for him to be I'm not sure I'd touch a football field again. Ever? I, listen, dude. If you're talking spine? Oh, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm the, just making sure the, I understood the, what you were the, saying. The term... I mean, how does it make you feel when I use the term spinal contusion? 
Think about that for Less a second. Less than good. This isn't a cough. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. This isn't a wart. If they put him on the field again this year, burn. everybody on that training staff should be canned. By the way, how? here's another example of how that team is poorly coached. How many guys were gassed on Sunday? Just gassed. Yeah. Humidity. Oh, come I, on. I know, I know, they practice I know at altitude. It was like 80 degrees. Yeah, but it's you a train field. here, dude, and then you dude, go run dude. marathons. Hold places. on, hold on, hold on. Talk to any athlete. I'll, Getting I, ready for humidity versus altitude. What was the temperature? 80. Apples and oranges. 80, right. Apples well, and oranges. Well, it's the same crap we heard when they went down there and they played opening day in Jacksonville, and it's ni- fine, it's 95 degrees and 90% humidity. It was 80. You you practice at altitude. You should go down there and be able to run for days. Go to the beach, Vic. You can run mm-hmm. for days. You just go on and on and on and on. All right, we got Leggy in the building. Let's do uh, our morning sugar fix with Marty. The number of things I'm upset about. I think it's because Legwald's outside the window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hit it. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar hit high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woo-hoo-hoo! Sugar slam! Shake that. If Marty doesn't get something today, a movie that was released on this day, I think we're going to have to suspend him. There's a specific movie you have in mind? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, Marty. Pressure's I got on. no movies in the pipe work. Oh! Jeez. Oh, wow. shut it down now? <laughs> over there. Okay. Alright, Vic, a uh, fellow PhD, believe he was in your graduating class, <laughs> Dr. Dre turns 53 oh, yeah. today. Again, all these wannabe doctors out there, why can't I be one of them too? Uh, 1782, fellow Martin and 8th president, Martin Van Buren. God, he was born. an ugly man. Yeah, not a, not a good looking guy. You think they called him Marty? Marty Van Buren? <laughs> oh yeah, then? definitely. His co-workers did. Mm-hmm. How many presidents can you name, Marty? Because our former intern, Jake Marcin, could rattle all them off in, what, 10, 11 seconds? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but he also got to a point where he just was kind of mumbling them, right? Yeah. Well, he and Jenny Kavnar, who we haven't talked to in a while because it's not baseball season, they used to have contests. Jenny, you could actually hear every name. Right. Uh, Marty, how many can you name? About 13. Yeah. 13 presidents? I guess most, most normal dudes maybe get to about in order. In order. Well, in order 13. is tough. Order, I'd have to do it in reverse fashion because from the get go, I'd. All right, I'd... let's see. Let's see how you can do. No, I'm not doing it. You go should on. be able to no, name at least the last thirteen presidents. Okay, fine. I'm well, not. Then let's see you do it, Mr. Smart Guy. Okay, start counting. All right, I'll help All you. Right. I can. I can help. Trump, you. Obama, yeah. Bush, Clinton, Clinton, Bush, Bush Reagan, Clinton. Carter, Ford, Nixon, Johnson. Johnson. You're a ten. Kennedy. Kennedy. Uh, right before Kennedy was Eisenhower. Right before Eisenhower was Truman. 13. Roosevelt. 14. Roosevelt followed, oh god, the guy who just, wasn't Hoover. Who followed Hoover? It was Hoover and then the other guy. I thought Dewey beat Truman. <laughs> Hoover and the other guy. I got to like 14. Oh, yeah, I, I remember who that was. Francis Ford Coppola. Hey, uh, Je- Jesse's got Jake Marcy here. Listen to the mumbling. Here we go. Washington Adams, Jefferson, Madison, Monroe Adams, Jackson, Junior, Harrison, Tyler, Polk, Taylor, Fillmore, Pierce, Buchanan, Lincoln, Johnson, Grant, Hayes, Garfield, Arthur, Cleveland, Harrison, Cleveland, Kennedy, Roosevelt, Taft, Wilson, Harding, Coolidge, Hoover, Roosevelt, Truman, Eisenhower, Kennedy, Johnson, Nixon, Ford, Carter, Reagan, Bush, Clinton, Bush, Obama. I still I, didn't hear who I, was after yeah, Hoover. I didn't. Hoover, Roosevelt. 
Oh, so it was Hoover. Yeah. So I was, yeah. I was rolling. Why and just to be fair, he that, did that right? before we elected Donald Trump, so no one get well, mad. You know, everybody so has skills. Him. I could tell you every starting five for every college basketball team in the 1980s. Pretty we much. named the entire roster of the 1984-85 yeah. Nuggets. Everyone has skills. Go on, Marty. All right, 1933 Prohibition ends on this day. Like they threw a big mm. party there. Or, uh... I'm still shocked that was ever a thing. You know, 30, 50 years from now, you're going to be shocked about the whole marijuana thing. We no. were shocked when it happened here. No, no. If going the other direction, like, can you imagine? Oh, you know what? Booze is illegal. <laughs> That'd be an issue. I'd in my be house. drinking a lot of bathtub gin. I mean, that is think crazy. it would impact most on this show if you oh, suddenly well, sure. made it illegal. For sure. You're pointing <laughs> at me. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, just so you know, my dad makes his own wine. Does he? Yeah. Which right. was actually legal during Prohibition. You could still make wine. That's moonshine. Well, you could make some. You could make a certain amount of wine at home. You could use it for religious purposes. There was a lot of loopholes. I love how Manchester doesn't even get a mention there as one of, of as the not. possibility. Yeah, if you had, I, I'm thinking about this right now. If you went full scale Prohibition, how would you go to a Catholic mass? They would they allow it there. They allowed it in for religious ceremonies. Yeah, people going in line drinking the whole cup. <laughs> yeah. Chugging it. <laughs> They're serving it out of a keg. There would be something kind of cool, though, if you had to go to a speakeasy. and like yeah. That would be kind of fun and, like, the romanticism of it for, like, a day. Uh, for a day, yes. <laughs> that's, that, that's exactly what the marijuana industry is today. They have speakeasies. That's yeah. that's what they have. Kind of romantic. Yeah, it was, it smells yeah. like crap. Go on. All right, 1978, Pete Rose signs a four-year, $3.5 million deal, making him the highest-paid athlete in sports, averaging 800000 a year. Do you guys know who the first athlete to make $1 million in a year oh, is? Oh, I knew this. I'll accept uh, two answers because there's kind of a... Was it Pete Rose? I'm going to say John Elway. Give us a year-ish. No. It was a baseball player, and it was the following year, 1979. It wasn't Pete oh, Rose. Oh. No. 1979, George Foster. I knew this answer. I know this answer. Don't give me the. I know. I've seen this answer. Please I can tell feel me answer. this answer. I don't know the answer. But give us a. Give me a position or a team. Give me something. Um, he was a pitcher. Nineteen seventy-nine. Oh. Steve Carlton. Nolan Ryan. No. Nolan Ryan. Yeah, that's it. Boom. Yeah. And you yeah. said I didn't know anything before I was born. Would also accept Catfish Hunter. He well, signed a uh, million dollar. Said Nolan Ryan because Jeff mouthed it to you. You thought Nolan Ryan was a, an Olympic figure skater. Go on. All right, we were kind of talking about CU earlier this day, 2005. Texas beat CU in the Big 12 title game. Manchester, remember that score? Seventy to three. Seventy to three is correct. I do remember it. God, that one. Hurt. Was that Major Applewhite? No, it was Vince Young. It was Vince Young. It was okay. Joel Klatt, though. Remember the hit he took? Yeah. On that. Yeah. Oh my that God. That was an ugly. Oh my ugly God. Day. That they was had so hard to watch. Of them. They got blown out in the Big 12 title game. By Oklahoma a couple of times, but that one yeah. was a drubbing. Wasn't one of them Major Applewhite, though, or am I just making no, this up? No, they beat Major They beat him beat Major with Bobby Pesavento, yeah. if you remember. And then okay. they got jobbed out of the uh, National Championship. Yes, National National yes. Game. Okay, uh, that's right. It, remember that? They, they absolutely blistered Nebraska, 62-36, and then when the polls came out, Nebraska beat them by mere percentage points. Well, and it, it, there was... It, it all came down to a game that had to be rescheduled between like Southern Miss and somebody because of 9-11. That game got played in late November, and there was nothing on the line for Southern Miss, and it turned out to be that game improved Nebraska's strength of schedule. Your brain hurts me. Go on. Well, I was right. upset about it. I, I know these things. 1997, Latrell Sprewell suspended 68 games for attacking P.J. Carlissimo. Just imagine a human taking his coach by the throat and attempting to choke him during practice. Just the thought of that. 
That's yeah. amazing. Latrell's what? pretty well bad dude. Didn't he also say he's got to feed his family when they offered him nine million a year or something? Yeah. Just what if a player did quote? that to his general manager after practice? Player, why is there a, an example maybe, of that maybe, happening? Well, maybe it could happen at Dove Valley. There's been some heated exchanges. Go on. Uh, well, I don't know if you guys saw or not, but the uh, Rockies, it's the 25th anniversary this year. They took a poll of the best players in Rockies history. Um, you want to hear the starting lineup here? Sure. All right, left field, we got Cargo. I would start Matt Holiday. He, he came in second and left. Wait, wait. Cargo's a, in a left? fielder? Because Holiday's a fielder. Can't. I mean, no, but Holiday in his peak okay. was okay. a better Cargo's, player. Cargo's a five-tool yeah. player. Do you He's remember the adventures Matt of Matt Holiday in left field? By Do chance? you remember when Matt Holiday should have won NL MVP I'm in 2007? Saying, are you talking all-purpose? Because as a fielder, he can't even come close to Cargo. Cargo's, as a, Cargo's a better hitter, better fielder, better... Go on, better hitter. Yes, he is. Center yes, field, center field Charlie Blackman. Okay. Uh, Dexter Fowler's in that conversation. No. No, no. Charlie Blackman's a better player than Dexter Fowler. Uh, right field, Larry Walker. Obviously, he's the best player in franchise history. The correct call. Third base, Nolan Arenado. Correct call. Easy. Second best player in franchise history. No, Shortstop is too low. Oh, I'd go Nafi Perez. <laughs> <laughs> Second base, DJ LeMahieu. Mm-hmm. First base, what do you think, man? It's Todd gotta Helton. be Todd Helton. Todd Helton. Sure. Catcher, you wait, 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 wait. Was Galarraga second? He was second. Yeah. Okay. Right, catcher, don't give me the answer here. That's a good one. I'll say your Victoria. It's got to be your V. Yeah. I'm gonna say God. Who's the guy who went to the Angels? Chris Ionetta. I'm gonna go Ionetta. That was one two. Your V was one. Ionetta mm-hmm. two. Okay. Pitching was uh, Ubaldo one. Where yeah. Jayhawk Owens finish in that uh, catcher? Mm. No. Must have been third. Wait, who was pitcher? Ubaldo. 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 The only man to throw a no hitter. Yeah. Second, Jorge De La Rosa. Yep, that's good. Third, Aaron Cook. Where the hell's Jeff Francis? And number four, Jeff Francis. Okay. That's so that's your all time rotation right there? And the closer, Houston Street. No! <laughs> I'd rather have Sean Chacon or Jose Jimenez. Brian Fuentes is also out there. Yeah, Fuentes. I think I would trust Brian Fuentes. I trust prime, Manny Corpus over, way more than Houston Street, over too. Houston Street. On their best year, it would be. Fuentes, then Houston Street, then Greg Holland. Where's Manny Corpus? I mean, Corpus yeah. had a run. I don't know. We're way late here. Okay. All right. That's all. Thank you, Marty. Thank you, boys. Uh, by Jeff. the way, it was Beverly Hills Cop that came out on this day in 1984. How do you not get Beverly Hills Cop being Banana released? in the Tailpipe? Exactly. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest movies of all time. My favorite was he, he goes into that that fashion sh- store and, and starts chatting with that dude. With Serge? Yeah. Serge. <laughs> you want an espresso? That was outstanding. <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to see it. Are we going to see a hug? Are we going to see Jeff Legwald hug Manchester? Explicit details coming up next on the Vic Lombardi Show. This has been your morning sugar fix, brought to you by Lamar's Donuts, going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Avalanche are at Pepsi Center taking on the Sabres. The puck drops at 7 o'clock with a pregame show getting underway at 635. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avs, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, and the most in-depth and honest Broncos analysis, Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. I would love to watch a game with you. You said right away they're coming to Chris. How did you know they're going in that direction? Because uh, uh, it was it was maybe the first four second downs there. There's whatever it was, they have a negative first down, so it'll be second and ten. Usually on second and ten, teams run the football. But for some reason, every second and ten, the Dolphins, they did like a play-action pass. So 
It was it was about the third one of the game or the fourth one of the game. As soon as they came out of that same formation, I said, oh, play action pass. They doing another play action pass. And Chris was off. Roby was pressed. Chris was off. With a nasty split, nasty split meaning the receiver is tight to the core. That's the matchup that you want. If a guy has a tight split, you want to throw to the off coverage. I love hearing Keep talk football. You can tell he is a true student of the game. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. Every Tuesday on the show, final hour, we're joined by our Broncos insider, ESPN's very own Jeff Legwald. Leggy, um, before Whether you we... want it or not, I come in. All right. And, you guys and never really said every week. every week. I just show up week. in the lobby. He's just peeking like, through the window. Yeah. Hey, guys. What are the chances in your estimation of Aqib Tlaib returning to the Broncos next season? What, what would you place those if you were doing odds in Vegas? Yeah, you know, I I guess I, w- I would have thought a lot greater a few weeks ago. I, you know, I, I right now I, I, I'm – Live with the assumption All that, bets are off. that nothing is off the table yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. That that any move will be considered at any time for any player. My maybe fine. This is, is just off. this is a guess on my part, a total guess. But if I were a betting man, I'd say they want to keep back, but they want to renegotiate Always. and rework they, and restructure. I and they changed the game when they. Ask Peyton Manning to take a pay cut. So if you're going to ask Peyton Manning to take a pay cut coming off a 39-touchdown season, you're going to ask any player to take a pay cut. I think they changed the game in a way that continues to have ripple effects. I think I think that's correct. And in the locker room, whether it's true or not, because, I, I, you know, it's like everything. I, I think it's sort of half true. But in the locker room, the assumption is they're not going to pay you. That's Ooh. bad. Well, that's I mean, bad. Not, they're not going to pay you at the top, top, top level. Well, and here, here, here's the other problem that I think has developed. I mean, Vaughn got paid at the top level, so you, you can't. Demarius got paid. Demarius got paid. A few paid, guys have, but since, but they, it was painful getting there. Right, they each got and franchised. They negotiate hard, I, I guess, is the way. You know, and other teams do. They're not the look. They're not the lone wolf there. You know, the Patriots make the Broncos look like a sunshine camp in right. terms of negotiation. But do you know how many guys John Elway has drafted that have got a second contract here? Right, it's, three. Yes. And that, I mean, that doesn't make you want to go out and bust your butt for him. It really doesn't. You know, Manchester's brought this point up, and I'm going to ask you because you know the league. It, is John Elway, is he got a bad reputation as being too stern a negotiator? I, I think, you know, now look, you, you can, it's like asking, uh, you know, other people can Legwell do his job. You're probably going to get 5,000 people say no way in hell. Mm-hmm. But it's a competitive league, and I think they, I think they see, John as really uh, particular about the numbers. You know, when they when they place a value on the player, they they hold firm to that value. Now, I will say on the upside, they don't have the dead money problems sure. other teams have. So right now, they have the ability to do whatever they want, and not a lot of teams are in that position when they get in trouble, like the. You know, the Saints are always the example because at one point they had $52 million of dead money. But you can't have that to be in a position to change things. But the difficulty is staying good and handling your dead money. And what that means is you can't make very many mistakes. It's the number one thing John Owe deserves credit for at the moment. Obviously getting Peyton Manning was the biggest thing yeah. he's done as a GM. But going into next year, I believe their only dead money is Ty Sambrilo. Right. Well, and, and they've got some other ticky-tack ones. Yeah, but it's you know. 350 total right. and 250 is Ty. So yeah. the rest of it's just a bunch of, it's nine yeah. grand here, no, four grand here. It's the rookie free agent Correct. who got a two-year deal and they 
cut him. So that does set him up very well. They can do whatever they want this offseason. It's a cash. The, the only question is always how cash. much cash you got and it's how much are you ready cash. to go. It's why always the cash. So why, why, why do they have such a cash issue? I, I don't think they have a cash issue. I think it's a matter of if you want to spend it. Okay, and herein... They're a valuable team. Herein... Look at the Forbes list. They're a valuable team. Herein lies the problem. I, I talk to Manchester about this all the time. We just asked to keep to leave. Keep. When we mentioned the boss at Dove Valley, who's who's the boss? He says Elway. Nine out of ten... He's not the money boss. That's what I'm saying, though. Nine out of ten people will tell you it's usually the owner of the team, right? Yeah. You, you ask that question he in Washington. It's Dan Snyder. You ask that question... Well, it, it's the acting owner. Yeah. So, the problem with the Broncos situation now is... It's impossible. It's impossible to make rash decisions, emotional decisions, money decisions. It's impossible to go that route when you have this current makeup with ownership. Is that a fair statement? You well, can't do what Bat Bolin would I, normally do. I would say you can because Joe Ellis doesn't need approval from a committee to do what he wants. He's he doesn't acting. need he doesn't need trust approval if he's making a big acquisition. They've entrusted him with running the team. He's the acting. So he owns the pocketbook. He owns the purse. He controls the checkbook. Here's the question though that whether or not he can make this decision. And I think Pat Bowen did this at times watching the football life this past week on Jerry Jones. It was interesting. He's like, I'm not a budget guy. I'll find what I want. <laughs> and I'll go spend it. We'll figure, that's what I'm saying. You can act. Owners do it all the time. Right. No, they get. You know, Washington wins free agency every year. I know, but can Joe Ellis make the decision? We're going to lose money short term, or does he have to act fiduciary? And hey, we got to turn a profit because there's all these people who this is their asset, and I can't make the decision to run it in the red for a year. I, I would think that's not a strategy. That even Pat didn't take that strategy very often. No, but you could. He could. You theoretically, Pat could. could do whatever he wanted. I mean, that was. I mean, well, they could look at it and say, "Hey, we're getting big TV money in two right, years, so right. we're going to lose they did now, do that. When, and we're going to." When they saw the later. TV bubble coming, because Pat was on the TV committee right. forever, mm-hmm. so they knew when the bubble was coming. Right. So, I don't know that they can do that on a year-to-year basis. I, now. You know, but I think, you know, everybody wants to know this year. This year, they're in position to do what they want to do. No, it's just a matter without of, having to lose big name guys. Well, I mean, I think can you resign Roby. Can you? I think, I think they're going to change people. Can Can I ask you uh, a question that really, I think most fans are asking? Sure. You just said that Joe Ellis runs the purse strings over there, right? And he can spend as much money as he pleases, essentially, on behalf of... Well, I mean, of he's got to go to the, you know, other trustees, and, you know, he's he's entrusted yeah. to run it. I guess my question in a is... responsible way. I guess my question is, yeah. why, not, why not spend money like a drunken sailor if it's not your money? Yeah, because, well, you know, again, it's it's cash reserves. Everybody can spend cap money. That's easy. You know, it's how much you're going to give a guy... Are you going to do a split bonus, or are you going to do the whole thing? You know, you're going to give a guy fifty mm-hmm. up front, or you're going to do twenty five and twenty five, or twenty five, fifteen, and ten. You know, how are you going to do it? That's those are the differences in in making the splash mm-hmm. signings. Now, I will say, I've always been in my thirty some years covering the league. I've always been a guy who believed the draft is the way to go because. It was asked to me very early in my career by a general manager I really respect who asked me, name me 10 players who played better, not the same, better after their free agency deal, and I couldn't mm-hmm. get to 10. Because free agency, I say this all the time on the show, you're, the paying, show, for you're the, paying for what they did, yeah. well, not you, what they're you, doing. You know what, though? Here, and it doesn't matter, maybe, because if you get 
90% of Calais Campbell this year? Is that the difference? I mean, he's 12 and a half sacks. Does that change the Broncos season? They've had better luck here, though, yeah. with, oh, the, the, I mean, it's 2014, T.J. Ward, they had home runs anywhere. Hit, hit, Darian hit. Stewart. Four Pro Bowl players. Uh, one. Pey- you could make the argument Peyton Manning was better here after his free agent contract. You could make the argument. Oh, he, set he the, had the greatest offense of all time. Touch, yeah, and they, they had the single greatest season in football history. They've had worse luck with some of the guys they've re-signed. Exactly. Like Brandon Marshall, to me, is one of the biggest albatross contracts on that team. That guy does nothing. And he's seven million bucks against the cap next year. We're just getting started here. Jeff Legwald in studio. I want to get his thoughts on the message sent, delivered in Miami, and who it was delivered to exactly. That's next on the Vic Lombardi Show. It's hard to believe that the calendar already reads December, and you know what that means? It's time to start thinking about how you can start the new year off right with extra money in your pockets. I'm talking anywhere from $500 to $1,000 a month and maybe even delaying up to two months' worth of mortgage payments. The time to refinance is now as rates remain low, but the Fed is meeting in a couple of weeks, so we may be seeing a slight increase before the year's end. So start today. It just takes a 10-minute call to the salary-based mortgage experts at American Financing. They can identify ways to cut back on your mortgage payment or ways to get rid of your higher interest debt. I know some of you are spoiling your loved ones with holiday gifts, so don't delay on paying off those high-interest credit cards. Get the financial guidance you need for a successful 2018. There are no upfront fees, and you can even close in as fast as 10 days. What are you waiting for? Call my friends at American Financing, 303-695-7000. Check them out online at AmericanFinancing.net. That's the official mortgage company of Altitude 950, American Financing. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Kreckman and Harris. You want to get smart about sports, you'll listen to the Kreckman and Harris show today. 3 p.m. Tuesday, we get the truth going. That's right. Ryan Harris will bring you Critics Corner. You thought it looked bad. Ryan's going to tell you it was even worse than you thought what the Broncos did in humiliating themselves in Miami. But there is a silver lining, and it lies with your Denver Nuggets who just kicked off a road trip against Dallas. We'll recap that and more with Adam Mates. Tune in, Crackman and Harris. My mouth is full. Altitude 950. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. With the holidays in full swing, every little thing you cross off your list makes the season a lot less stressful. Start with a $10 CVS cash card, yours when you spend $30 on select items. Then pick up Hershey's Kisses, now two for $5, and all of the other holiday essentials like Christmas lights and wrapping paper. Plus, Hallmark cards for family and friends are now buy one, get one free. Stop into your neighborhood CVS pharmacy today and save big on all the little things you need this holiday. Restrictions apply. See circular for details. My daughter couldn't keep up with math in school. It was it was really hard for her. Brooke has an above-average IQ, and yet she wasn't learning. You're frustrated. You're unable to get those answers and solutions that you're looking for, and you're exhausted because you've gone through every other option. I feel like all I did was yell at my kid all day. We just got through pretty much until we found brain balance. That's when she started to thrive. Brain balance is the answer for your kid because it didn't just mask the problems, it actually addressed the issue. We started seeing huge differences in her behavior. Suddenly things were clicking for her. I would ask him how he did in school and he'd smile. When those things start to click, when those things start to go, it's so exciting. Brain balance didn't just help for Brooklyn, it helped for our whole family. Brain balance worked for my kids. 
There is hope for your struggling child. Brain Balance works. Call 800-877-5500. That's 800-877-5500. Or go to brainbalance.com. The breakfast burrito mostly. Sam's number three. I'm a sucker for burritos and then you make a breakfast and I'm in. I love their home fries and I love the tomatillo sauce. Love the green chili here. Everything looked really good and then I turned the page and saw there was a whole other page of breakfast. I think there's a taste for everybody. I love the menu. It's a great selection. Well, it's been a long held tradition in my family. I've been coming here since I was a little girl. Sam's number three in Aurora off Havana and Parker in Glendale off Cherry and Wheatsdale and downtown at 15th and Curtis. Stuff is the Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. During the course of the game, how many times did you see a play coming since you could see the entire field? Uh, a few. I, I, I kind of caught out a couple defense, man. We, we played a bunch of players on defense, but yeah. for the most part, I thought we played well on defense. We got we got turnovers, man, and uh, and uh, we got hip today pattern real early, so they, they wasn't able really wasn't able to do a lot. Until later in the game, man, our guys got kind of tired. I think we got tired up front and we let him run the ball on them. That's Aqib Tlaib playing the role of television analyst since he watched Sunday's game from his living room with his I've, son Jabril. I've said he he knows he knows ball like oh, an old school guy. Sounds like Tony Romo calling out the plays. When you to the game, when you I, and I say you know everybody sees Tlaib, you know he's with Wade Phillips, you know we're dripping, you know, and he's he's a you know he runs hot on the field. Definitely, but in terms of how he talks about football, he's an mm-hmm. old school guy. By the way, uh, listen in a little later. Altitude 950, of course, wants to send you to see an avalanche game in style. You and a guest in VIP fashion. Listen for Uwe Krupp's game-winning goal in the 96 Stanley Cup Finals. Be the third caller. We're going to play that a little bit later, so be on your toes. Speaking of Akib Tlaib. Listen to this. If you were a reporter in the scrum, and you may have been, for all I know, but if you were a reporter interviewing Aqib Tlaib and you heard this exchange, what would your follow-up question be? Jesse, how come I can't hit this? I don't know what's going on right now. Trying to hit it. I can't hit it. This is not working. Our plan was to do what we do. You know what we do. That's what we did. What would your follow-up to that question be? Wait, one more time. Just play one more time. So you're there in the middle yeah, of a reporter no. scrum, and this is what you hear. Go ahead. Our plan was to do what we do. You know what we do. That's what we did. <laughs> how would you follow that up? I'd say, how'd you get it done? <laughs> <laughs> when you're in doubt, when in doubt as a reporter, you go with the how. <laughs> Work the how. At the moment, oh, Jeff, on my computer That's screen. What I, James, that's what I say before I write, just so you know. What's that? I'm going to do what I do <laughs> right now. You know what we did. You know what I did. I have my uh, my browser up and two of my tabs. And if, cap and woes or draft. NFL head coaches on the hot seat. Oh, yeah. Vance Joseph is included in Sports Illustrated's current as, list. As he should be. And then the Giants 13 head coaching candidates just to start getting a list of names for the Broncos. Uh, do you think VJ is actually on the hot seat? Because a couple weeks I, ago you thought he would survive. I still do. Now, you know, if you lose out, then I don't know what the thinking is. You know, I think then you got to be. Because I mean, here's my issue. I think they've had too much change. I think they've they've had to operate at the decision making levels in the football department. You know, below Elway, but on the coach, you know, coordinator, head coach, sure. 
I think they've had to operate like a team that's had seven losing seasons. They, they keep changing coordinators. Every mm-hmm. guy wants a different set of players. And I, I think, you know, it can be chicken or egg here. You can say, oh, is it the coach's fault? But I, I believe Von Miller said it best after the game. What is Broncos football? No identity. No, no clue. And you can't build a roster if you can't answer that question. And if you can't answer that question and build the roster, I don't care who's coaching the team. You're mm-hmm. going to look like crap. There's You're a, right. There's a couple things though. When I watch this team play, they do things and make decisions that just a scream of incompetence. Delay of game for an onside well, kick. I, I want to right. and I'm, I'm glad because we're getting to this is history being made. Yes. All right, on Monday, I came in here and I said, I am 48 years of age. Never seen that. I've never seen two safeties, two safeties in a game. Yep. Have you? On a bad snap and a, I've never kill, seen that. And a punt return. I've never seen it. I've never seen two. I've never two. seen delay of game on the kickoff. And by the way, it was explained to me why it happened. New rules this year. Yes. New rules. But I've never seen it. But you still need the 11 guys you're going to have in the game. Ready to go. They were subbing at the last second. Couldn't get the subs in. Like they did before. Could not get the subs in. The Patriots game gave up a touchdown with 10 guys on the field. Got called for 12 guys on the field on a fourth and four. They were all over the place. And finally, the research that Jeff Legwald did for his piece today on ESPN.com never happened before. This many 20 point defeats. They're tied. Tied? Right now. Well, they're not done yet. They got four more opportunities here. Since the merger. This is the most 20 plus point defeats they've had in a season since the merger. Well, they're tied now. They they're, have four games. They have four right now with four left, and they've only had two seasons when they've had four. Uh, uh, that's and historically you're gonna notice, bad. You guys know because it's uh, what merger? TWA, uh, US AFL, uh, NFL. Okay. Broncos pre-merger were horrific. You can't yes. use that as a numerical statistic Correct. for anything. But 08, 1992. Again, this is historic. So when we're talking, fired, when we're talking about yeah. defeats here, it, it's not time. just losing games. Yeah. It is historic proportions. I've seen a little football over the years, and what strikes me about this team is when something bad happens, it's over. Yeah, it, it just unravels. I mean, and, Julius and Thomas I, caught I've a touchdown, not, and it was done. I've not seen this, you know, and this was not their M.O., even last year or the year before, I mean, they've lost something. Now, you know, debate all you want what it is, but they, it's the proof is out on the field. They, you know, you know, are their quarterbacks emotional game day messes because they can't block or he was terrible with good protection. No, he Sunday, was, though. he was, he was terrible in a clean pocket, but I think they've wrecked quarterbacks and that we don't know what they have. Uh, you know, if you stick those guys, I mean, again, you guys are sick of my rant, but they had one drive when the game was still in doubt where they kept themselves from lining up in three wide all the time, and yeah. it was the field goal drive. Yeah, every play they moved on right that, down the field. Mm-hmm. Every play on that drive, except one, which was the third down play that forced them to kick the field goal, was out of something other than three wide, and they moved the ball. Like crazy. Well, then why did they go back? Because, you know, Manchester brought it there's, up. Vince there's Joseph. my migraine question. Yeah, well, and I have asked everyone in the building. Don't think so I have So Vance Joseph's asked. point about how, well, well you know, I, we get behind two or three scores. We can't keep running the ball. They fell behind 9-3. No. The first play was a pass. It was a pick and six. And it's, over. it's the third quarter in Kansas City. 
Right. They show what they can do if they just dial it back, go bigger, and don't pretend Peyton Manning's the quarterback. There's three other things, though, that I think are just indicative of this being a poorly coached team. They commit so many penalties. And dumb penalties. Over and over and over again. Too many guys on the field. Jumping off sides on defense. Just dumb penalties. I think it's indicative or it's a sign that you're a poorly coached team when you have bad special teams. Because that's an attention to detail. And they get a blocked punt or a blocked field goal or a return against them. It's not just on the special teams coordinator. That's just indicative of a poorly coached team. And then their game decisions. I'll bet you if you went back and looked at the 12 games so far, at least half of them at the end of the first half, Vance Joseph has bungled. Like last week, they call a timeout to force the Raiders to punt to them from the 50 so they can field it at the 6. About the only thing that's going to happen there is you you might fumble it. Like nothing good is going to happen there. Why call a timeout? It's just it's poorly managed. They Calling timeouts with 11 seconds left, with three seconds left, when you're down by 25. What? They don't know what they're doing. I think that may have been a... They don't know what they're doing. I think that may have been a return of favor. Exactly. Well, well, one didn't match the other. I I can tell you that. I want to get back to that. It's not when you're losing by 50, but... I want to get back to it. 33-9, onside kick, Dolphins recover. 35-9... Third and one, they go deep. And I tweeted uh, that Jesse found it via the broadcast, the the look that uh, Adam Gase gave one of his assistants, knowing full well they're going to go for it on that play. Uh, so they, one guy like shook him like, yeah. 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 So we want to let's confirm because we've seen reports out there. Why is Adam Gase so ticked off at John Elway when well, Adam Gase's job when McDaniel's when that fire erupted? They kept they kept Gase. They gave him a job. Kept Gase. Kept Studis. Yeah, yeah. So why is he so mad? Well, I will say I know all involved on this equation, and I think Adam was Adam and his family. Now, Adam's uh, wife is from a coaching family. Uh, the daughter of Joe Vitt. Joe Vitt. Yeah. So his his entire family around him is involved in coaching, and he was not really considered to replace John Fox. Now, I would argue they hired Gary Kubiak, which Before is, that was even... We all knew he was getting the job. And they're, they're John Elway and Gary Kubiak, you can't be closer. Exactly. So why is he so... I mean, I, it's just how it works in football. If you didn't get the shot you think you deserve, you stay mad for a long time. Listen, and, 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 and I'm not going to rip Elway for that. Elway hired Kubiak and Kubiak they won a, a Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But... That, which is what I've said to uh, people involved. Gase was leaving. He had the Niners job. Yeah, and then it fell apart, there. and they hired Jim Tom Zula. Yeah. Which, was there some sort Owner, of ownership you know, and GM didn't agree there? He thought he had that job. He was under the impression nobody he had here job. made a phone call. I don't think so. You know, I don't see. And I don't see that happening. Yeah, Elway and Bulky. Yeah. I don't friends. buy it. I just I don't asked. Buy it. No, I, yeah. no I, people have asked me that. The I, reason I don't, I don't buy it is that they're tight. Elway valued Gase. Otherwise, he they wouldn't like have kept him after McDaniel. They valued. They they didn't value. He didn't see him as the head coach because he already had him. It was Kubiak. It was a simple deal. Yeah. Now again, now, that's football though. If you if you don't, you know, players think that way. Coaches. Well, why don't you keep him with Peyton Manning? Why don't you keep him as the offensive like coordinator? I don't, because, I don't, because, because to Chicago because Kubiak had his system. And when he didn't, get the, and when he didn't get the job, yeah. I think he was like, I yeah. don't want to. Yeah. It's easier for players to leave if for less money 
than it is to yeah. stay for less money. You don't want to face the guys you've been around sure. the whole time. Hey, come on, Kubiak calls his own plays. No, I get it, know? but in hindsight, and I know they won a Super yeah. Bowl, in hindsight, it wasn't because their offense was... No. That was a bad fit from the get-go. Yeah. Tell you what, Joel Dreesen's going to join Julie Brownman coming up here at 10. Uh, Joel played for Adam Gase. Get some insight from him about how hot he runs, by the way. Oh, he Interested runs. to hear. He you got the Vic hot. Lombardi Show, Jeff Legwald. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on Gronk and the suspension handed down, if it should have been more. That's next. Hello, homeowners. You like that house, don't you? But you need to sell. For whatever reason, you need to get out. Well, you can call my boy Trey Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, the only agent in town who will sell your house at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. Troy has an exclusive system for marketing these homes. It's been proven to get his clients the most money. Give him a call today, 720-900-4433. There's no obligation. There's no high pressure. There's no risk. If you change your mind, you're unhappy. Troy, let you out of the contract free and clear. Again, 720-900-4433. That's 720-900-4433. The Orange and Blue Preview returns Sunday as the Broncos host the Jets. It's the return of Aqib Talib. You know we do. As the no-fly zone looks to ground the Jets. Kreckman and Harris are live on the air starting at noon. Join the party at the Fieldhouse event venue just west of the stadium. The Orange and Blue Preview is presented by... Best Car Buys Premium. Your first choice for premium trucks and SUVs. By Deep Eddie Vodka. Hornitos Tequila and Jim Beam Bourbon. The best way to get ready for kickoff. And by Morningstar Assisted Living and Memory. Carrot Mountain Shadows, casting a new light. Do you have a hankering for some real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Rayel de Minas. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Rayel de Minas will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican food. It's Rayel de Minas with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at Rayel de Minas Restaurant. Small, uncomfortable, not practical. At Shop Mini, they've heard it all. It's time to think differently about Mini. The 2017 Countryman has more interior space than the Audi Q3 and the Mercedes-Benz GLA 250. Plus, it's a lot more fun to drive with legendary go-kart handling and fit and finish within that'll make everyone lucky enough to drive with you envious. Take advantage of an exceptional offer. 0% APR for 72 months on a wide selection of 2017 Mini Countryman. Shop Mini. One price, one person, one hour. You're driving, minding your own business, then boom. You're rear-ended. Just another ordinary day for the insurance company, but not for you. You need to know your rights. You need the Bell & Pollock Legal Game Plan. Bell & Pollock's Legal Game Plan gives you the rules, so you have the legal strength to fight the insurance company. Bell & Pollock. Our legal game plan is designed to help injured victims just like you. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Put our legal game plan to work for you. We'll help you. Stamps number three. The Reuben Melt. It's new on the menu. Pop as big as the house burrito. Saucy and cheesy and meaty. The variety of the menu. There's all types of food here. Um, I had the Havana skillet. Friendly environment. And I grew up on the food. There's nothing better than green chili and football on a Sunday morning. Good food, good people. Sam's number three in Aurora off Havana and Park in Glendale off Cherry and Leedsdale and downtown 15th and Curtis. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. 
Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. That's 303-430-HOME. Metro 21 Real Estate Group. And tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Young, Young moving to the middle. Young the shot. And it went off the glass high over the net. Melody trying to clear. Didn't get it up. Sackick held it in. Still held in. Yuri Krupp shot and stop. Man, I'll never forget that call. I was in Arizona at the time, hanging out, watching the Avs skate away with the cup. You heard it. Be the third caller right now, and you're in the running to win a pair of Club Lexus tickets to the Avs Florida game December 14th. Fourth row, food and drink, before, after, during the game. The ultimate Avs VIP experience. Compliments of altitude 950. Fourth row? Fourth row. Am I technically an employee? Can I win? <laughs> I tell you what, we'll, we'll make. No, you... I'm asking for a friend. No, I think you can. I think you're eligible. If you hug Manchester live yeah. on Periscope here, for fourth of row, I God, I don't know. Give him a nice long hug. Maybe you want to hold out bro hug, bro cause... hug, like pound his back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next week we're going to start a contest where you get to sit courtside at a Nuggets game with HW and I. I mean, that might be yeah, the one you want to hold out sweet. for. Yeah, guy could fall in my lap. And what if it's courtside with you and I? That might be more entertaining be for people. HW just lost his seat. We're fun. We don't grouse. <laughs> people think we grouse all the time. It's all good. Let's talk about Fine. the violence of football and what's happening around us. First of all. Oh, last night's game was. Wow. Bad. That's a bad look. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, wow. You knock a guy out and you stand over him? Yes. Oh, my. The the Shazir injury, first of all. Uh, we're getting news reports that he does have movement in his lower extremities. Great news. Great news. You never that want to like see... one of those compression injuries. Yes, it was. You feel it down in your lower but back. But then the the Schuster hit on Burfecht was just ferocious. Is that a suspension worthy hit? Oh, the hit and the reaction yeah. to it. The taunting suspension worthy, and probably should have been ejected. I mean, you, you you can't walk over the guy. I don't care what the other player has done previously yeah. in his career. And but how many times has Burfecht issued those kind of hits? Well, I'm just saying, yeah. I don't care what he's done. That's yeah. not the issue. You can't stand over the guy and then, you know, have other players screaming, you know, karma, karma. Antonio Brown was screaming in the locker room. to Antonio Brown on his touchdown getting a shot to the head that I don't know how he got up off after right. that one. That was... uh, and, and that's where, you know, I'm, back in the day, you would have called both head coaches over as the ref. And you yeah. would have done it very publicly to make them walk out to you, and you would have told them, this stops now, or you're going. My problem with it, and it was my hot take today, was I think the players are hypocritical. 
we hear a lot about them saying, oh, the owners don't care about our health and, you know, the 18-game season and all these things about health, 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 health. Then they go out on a field and they don't take care of each other well, at all. Again, another, you know, that's another kid. thing. That's another thing Von Miller addressed earlier this season better than most players have. Uh, you've never seen Von's as good as there is in the league. And it and the one shame of this season is from a football perspective, from Waste. a raw Wasted football him. perspective, this may be his best all-around season. I chart everything. I look at it all the time. He is playing at a level that is so rare, and people don't even know or He's care. He's been great against the run, which doesn't jump off the TV screen Nobody necessarily. Does, but it makes you that guy. Well, it's why, so you guys can both admit then that I was right. It was, it was a wasted year. Last year was a wasted year. Oh, this year's a wasted year. Oh, they wasted nice. his year. Okay. Yeah. I'm just it it is now. It wasn't. Hey, when they were three and one, it wasn't a wasted year. When you guys were doing your victory lap? When they, when they were three and one. <laughs> that was right? never a victory But here's lap. the difference though, man. You, you go as the season goes. When a team is three and one and they average what they average and they were doing what they were doing, I mean, come on. It, they look like a pretty damn good football team. It's a team. marathon, not a sprint. Vic. Yeah, you're right about that. And I have to ask you, if it is now a sprint and the season's over and they are three and nine, although until today I thought they were three and eight for some reason. Wow. Well Doesn't done. matter. Um, they could still win the division, right? No, I don't know. Technically, <laughs> hey, stop. Derek Wolf's not going to play football again this year. He can't, right? My, he can't. My personal opinion is he shouldn't, but I don't, you know, I don't get a vote in that election. Is this a byproduct of the spinal contusion he suffered in Seattle? What four years ago? Whenever that took place, do you remember uh, that? Well, the huge hit. From yes, the is that is that a result? I mean, because we continue to hear about it, man. I'm I'm worried about this He's guy's had future. Trouble. He's had trouble since with these kinds of things, and guys who get that injury do have have trouble with their stingers and all the rest of it. When when guys say guys often tell me, oh, it's just a stinger." That's not how that works. If you had them, you're getting them again, and it happens over and over. When and you incur numbness. Yeah. In your extremities, your that would face, scare the hell out of your me. Your face and leg—that's the pretty divergent areas on in your anatomy, and I, I don't know. I, I, you know, he is getting opinions, medical opinions, and he should. He should get every medical opinion he can afford to get, and they have to, you know, his the insurance the players have that has to, uh, you know, pay for those things. They've, they've he's got to get every opinion from every person he can. Gather, I would think, to decide if he's going to play or not. This is a tweet that Derek Wolf sent out to Ryan Shazier, who's in the hospital after last night. Quote, I've been in your shoes, Ryan. Tough times breed tough MFers. You'll bounce back. So clearly he knows that they share similar situations here. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, and I think the fact he tried to play through it before led to the incident on the team bus. When it was essentially a seizure. Yes. Almost. Well, there's. It's funny because we were talking earlier about the onside kick and how look in this league That's nobody feels nobody feels sorry for you. I heard him on another station, admittedly, talking about the fact that every game, opposing offensive linemen go for his neck and his head, they, knowing they, he has a problem. They, I and mean. That's, if you're doing that, that's why coaches hate the injury report. Right now, now the injury report exists for so, gamblers. Well, so people can't pay for injury information. That's that's the idea, is that you can't influence games by paying people for injury Damn, information. I was making a good buck doing yeah, that. Yeah. That was Sorry. good inside info. Sorry, mm-hmm. uh, Gronk, only one game suspension for his hit. Ridiculous. I don't know how you look at that. How can Danny Trevathan get two and Gronk gets yeah. one? I mean, what's the... 
At least Danny. Gronk was after the whistle. Right. Uh, Gronk should be four. The Danny Trevathan play was. You can get four. That was a bang bang. That was a bang bang play. Gronk was was after the whistle. And it was meditated. He thought about it and then did it. I just, you know, that, that stuff bugs me because, you know, oh, he's wacky Gronk and all that stuff. It just, it irritates me because that's, that's not how it should be done. Four games to I give go. Belichick credit, though. Did you see what he said? Yep. He said that was BS. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he told him straight exactly up. Exactly right. I'm sorry for that. Four games to go. I believe uh, the, the motto is no surviving. What the hell is that? Which is a really terrible motto. Uh, I get it. They I don't think want to just survive, but our, new mo- our motto is no surviving. Sounds terrible. But in all seriousness... What are they trying to like? What are they trying to accomplish? What does Vance Joseph have to do to save his job? Do we ever get to see Paxton Lynch again? Not that that is going to change anything, but at least it would put the four games to use. I saw him limping down the hall yesterday. I'm going to say it's a push. Boot or no boot? No boot, but not moving excellently. Is he the slowest healer of all time? I don't. You know, I don't know. You know, if if you know, I think if your game's built on mobility, it's going to be hard to play. That's fair. And and again, most important thing for young quarterbacks: old older quarterbacks can adjust their footwork to how they feel. Young quarterbacks cannot do that. And when their footwork goes, and we've seen it this year, the ball is everywhere. You know, the ball is not their friend when the footwork leaves. So, uh, I, I don't think they should trot him out there if he's not healthy enough to protect himself or at least get his feet in the position they need to be. So he can play. So I don't know. Yeah. You know, and again, after I'm no orthopedist, but after I've seen my share guys limp around the building, and I, I I think it's a push. You take a look at my hip. Yeah. No, you look. You know, after the the bicycling incident, got hit by a truck, and I'm not. I can't run. I haven't run since then. Truck hasn't run right since. No. So you, neither you, of us have. Yeah. All right, when we come back on the Vic Lombardi Show, uh, final thoughts from Leggy, plus something outside the realm of just football. Uh, a Supreme Court case that could affect all of you, all of us. This is great news. This is big You want to gamble? This news. is great news. You want to gamble? Coming up on the Vic Lombardi Show. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Holly Kammer of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson, good lawyers changing lives. Sam's number three restaurants. The handheld chicken. I'm going to do a smothered burrito. I'm going to have the honey smoked salmon benedict. Anyone can pick something off the menu here. Sam's number three. Great. The food's delicious. Huge portions. I've been coming here for over 35 years. Uh, the green chili's the bomb every time. It's more like home. Sam's number three in Aurora off Havana and Parker. In Glendale off Cherry and Leedsdale and downtown 15th and Curtis. MGL Crude Transportation wants to wish everyone a happy holiday season. Make this holiday season a good one and come out to the job fair MGL Crude Transportation is sponsoring Saturday, December 9th. We will be at Homewood Suites by Hilton at 2510 46th Avenue in Greeley from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. 
We currently seek crude oil drivers to work out of Greeley and Fort Lupton. Our drivers enjoy excellent hourly pay with overtime after 40. Great benefits, medical, dental, vision, life, 401k, paid holidays, paid PTO, and more. If you have crude oil tanker experience or tractor-trailer experience with solid work history, come see us Saturday, December 9th at Homewood Suites by Hilton off Highway 34 at 2510 46th Avenue in Greeley from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. NGL Crude Transportation. Call us at 844-NGL-HIRE. That's 844-NGL-HIRE. Or visit us at nglep.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. So you're watching the game. How do you watch a game? Are you screaming at your television? Are you quiet? What's it like? It's kind of both. Sometimes I'm quiet. Sometimes I'm talking. I kind of know the defenses. Once we line up, I know we in and and just watch it. Welcome back to Vic Lombardi Show. Jeff Legwald in studio with us. Uh, we don't know where Vic is. Uh, whatever. He just this wanders Vic. out during this the commercial Vic, break. Yeah. Somebody call Vic in his car. He's right visiting. Now. I believe he's off in the green room visiting with Joel Dreesen, who is in for Scott Hastings nice. today, uh, sitting in with Julie Brownman. So I'm sure he'll have a lot of interesting uh, yeah. takes on things. Hey, before we went to break, I asked you the question, what does Vance Joseph have to do in the next four games to save his job? Yeah, you know, I think, James, you got the weirdest thing happening with this team are the goals are not the same now. Whereas from the personnel side, you may want to look at right. people. The Demarcus Walker was active last we week got. for a reason. You know, see what you got. You, but that's not the coaching staff. Coaches, coaches got to survive. Yeah. Coaches want to keep their jobs. Yeah. You got to so win to keep your job. Now, you know, and now you're, you're nudging in on the, the blue chip area of the draft. So. If you're if you're not going to make the playoffs, you know, of course you want the best pick possible. You want it to be at the top of every round, and you control the draft. Three and thirteen would be just fine right now, and that's. But those goals aren't the same because then you're getting whatever you're getting at whatever quarterback you want, basically, or whatever player you want. Look, the, so you don't think it's quarterback? Well, that, I'm saying at the top of every round, they have they have issues beyond quarterback. They need as many blue chip prime players as they can get. And they've got to hit this draft like 2011. All right, so let's go back to what Vance says yesterday. He said he's going to sit Isaiah McKenzie down for the rest of the season. All right, and I'm saying why? This is this is when you want to have him get as many reps as possible. Right. This what, is when you want him to make mistakes. Right. I mean, they're but not. Now. But the the goals aren't the same. The, you know, the coach has got to stand there, and if they make the mistakes, then everybody says you're bad coaches. You know, so that's that weird kind of time, man. They're a home underdog to the Jets. Yeah, that tells you all you need to know about how things are going. So if they scramble and don't play young players and they beat the Jets at home by a field goal, so what? Yeah, That's going to save someone's job? Yeah. I mean, that can't. What has happened to Trevor Simeon? I think mentally he's fried. Yeah, no, they've yeah. they've wrecked. Uh, I'm going to say they've they've cratered three quarterbacks this year. Now, is that on the quarterbacks too? Of course. I would but if never, it's three, if it's three, there's an issue. It may not be all on the quarterback. That's my point in this is I, I believe Von Miller summed it up better than anyone else at Dove Valley when he said, what is Broncos football? They don't know on offense. And the fact they keep playing three wide drives me crazy. And look, they, you know, look, they all think I'm a dork out there. I get it. Uh, no, 
I'm not in no, the. We I'm do. Not they in, don't. Yeah. No, but I'm not in their meeting rooms and all that. I, you know, look, I understand where I fit in the equation in terms of, but I know when they're in three wide, it doesn't work, and they keep playing it like it does. And the more they keep doing that, the more they're not going to score touchdowns. Let me ask you this, and I, I, I'll give you my answer afterward. But is it a personnel problem or a coaching problem? I think both. I think at one point I look out there in Miami, and they're trying to sort of get back in the game, and they're in a three-wide set in a shorter yardage down in distance, and the three wide receivers are Isaiah McKenzie, Benny Fowler, and Cody Latimer. Yeah. It ain't going to work. And they're throwing the ball. Well, it then, well, then, it's a coach, well then it's a coaching problem. Yeah, why because are Emmanuel coach, Sanders and Demarius Thomas standing A coach has to be line. mature enough to understand what personnel he can do what or with. Or just, just only sub one of them out. Right, right. If you're having so many well, problems. It's a coaching up, problem. It's a coaching issue. I think it's a coaching issue. But it's issue. a personnel issue, too, because you, you don't have the guys. Yeah, but you know what? Just just do what play. you can do and then tell a the guy upstairs, hey, we can't do what we want to do. We right. have to do this because but you gave us this. Game I, after game. And I chart this stuff because... No one should, but I do. But they, when they're in the other, I'm saying you can throw the ball. I'm not saying be this, you know, boring run team or whatever, but you can throw it out of two tight end. You can throw it out of two back. If you're going to play three wide, do what Talib was talking about with the nasty, tighten the splits, put the receivers right mm-hmm. on the tackles. Right. Tighten Allow the them to get to the outside. Allow and, that. And, you're tightening the formation. Right now, when they open it up, the defensive ends and outside linebackers have the shortest distance possible to the quarterbacks who they cannot protect. I so I think all this, no quarterbacks could succeed in this. In fact, Manning had trouble when they couldn't protect. And I, I would argue they shortened Manning's tenure in Denver hmm. when he hurt his ankles in Indy because they couldn't block Mathis. Right. And that whole... Last season, 2015, they had a difficult time blocking that whole year, and it was always an issue, and I still think it's affecting everything they do on offense. Essentially, it's the same personnel they had last year. Essentially. They've made some changes on the offensive line, but, you know, Russell Okung is that's the same they, as... That's uh, where they spent their money. Garrett Bowles. I mean, they're all the same, right? They they, they haven't... Their talent didn't go down from last year. Right. And Gary Kubiak, while dealing with health issues that forced him to not be able to work a full schedule for the last 12 weeks of the year, got this same roster to 9-7. and seven. Because I thought they their personality on offense was closer to their personnel than it is now. I just think they had a clue what they were doing. They, yeah, didn't, I, I, they didn't beat themselves every single week with Keystone Cops type plays. But the, you know, the defensive staff is mostly the same. Yeah, but there's a big difference. There's a one big change. There is a big change, but... A lot of those guys have the same input they had with Wade. And it's difficult for me to say, I mean, I've never seen a team this high in total defense and this low in scoring defense. I'm not sure how you even pull that off. Now, some of that is short fields and turnovers putting you in a bad spot. So a team only only has to go 37 yards to score right. a touchdown. That's going to impact that. But overall, I mean, they're 31st in scoring defense. 31st. And they're 4th in total defense? 4th or 5th? I mean, that's crazy. That is crazy. All right, let's get on to the most important story of the day. A story that led HW to come wide, right into the studio. Running. In a tizzy. Was he, was he crazy running? He yeah. waltzed in here. Yeah. 
Uh, yesterday, the Supreme Court indicating a willingness to side with the state of New Jersey in an effort to permit sports gambling. What does this mean? Well, if that happens, if the Supreme Court allows Jersey to do it, then 32 other states would likely offer sports betting within five years. I'm not sure I'm reading this. I'm not sure if Colorado's among those states. You figure with Central City and Black up up, up the road you, and marijuana and all this, you, you figure. Got to be one. You'll go to I mean, marijuana. You know what I'm saying? So, so is that what your rationale is? For sports fans, and again, I, this is a sensitive subject. I get it. Gambling ruins a lot of lives. I get it. But for sports fans, those of you listening to this radio show specifically, this is a big deal. This is a big, big deal. This Monsters. changes the game. No longer hidden. I, no longer whispers. No longer your favorite bookie from so-and-so. You can do this publicly. I'm telling you, it's how they're going to start getting people to come to the building. You had a great idea. Can you share that idea with Jeff? I think it's tremendous. You know, they're waning right now. Audience, crowds, go to any sporting event. They're not what they used to be. So how do you get more people at the event, at the stadium? What gets me off my couch when I've got HD and it's just a crystal clear picture and my I can get a six-pack of beer for the cost of one beer at the stadium? If I can go to the betting window wow. and put down a legal... Really? I'm the wrong guy to ask because I've, I've done... Yeah. I have two giant missing pieces of my adulthood. A, I've never had a cup of coffee, and B... I've never bet. Well, one is sport. communist, the other one's acceptable. You're you're a journalist. Right? No, no, I'm I'm, I'm being <laughs> totally serious. Communist. You're the only journalist in this room. We, we are not journalists. Correct. That's not what we are. You are. But that, so I, I get worked, it. But uh, you know, but that's but I know I grew up with guys in the neighborhood in Chicago. Yeah, you kidding me? They they're betting, they bet everything. There wasn't anything they wouldn't. What do you bet. think happens on a golf course? Right. What do you think I play golf? I, you, know, you think I, I play golf to play golf? I was sitting at a it's, sports but book. But a league, a league's biggest fear is that their games are not on the up and up, and that's always. I don't know why gambling. But it gambling doesn't change always, anything. I, know, I mean, that, gambling that's, that's has always crazy. scared yeah. people. That scared them more than you know, anything it, it, out there. There's still scandal today, oh. as much as there was 50 years ago. We just don't know. Hey, look at the Donahue character, the cat, yeah. the referee. I guarantee stuff's happening today. So if it's happening and the you really can't stop it from, if you can't stop it from happening, make some money off yeah, of this stuff. It's harder now because the guys in the leagues. I mean, you're going to go to Steph Curry and ask him to throw a game. He's got right. three hundred million dollars. Right. I mean, these guys playing in high stakes fantasy leagues scare me more than right. a, a bookie getting to him and offering. <laughs> well, him let money. me tell you why that. <laughs> let me tell you why the fantasy league scares me. Because they're using analytics and mathematical equations. Right. And I've said this before on this show. If you're just Joe Blow and you're playing this daily fantasy, you don't get your butt kicked against these guys. Because yeah, they got math in their corner. It's right. like the guys who show up at the track who travel around to Saratoga, exactly right. to Aqueduct, to Belmont. Right. They make the rounds, and there's a reason they their cars are nice. And Yep. Now, their their money clip isn't as big as yours right here on the desk. But I noticed like you that. flaunting it. Look at you like flaunting that. your cash. James, did you see this? He's flying. Oh, he, he does it every morning. It's his little right. subtle oh, way. Of, did, uh, did I just leave this out? It's oh. his way of telling Will and I my name's on the show. You're yeah. looking at a ten dollar bill and you're acting like you've never seen it before. <laughs> okay, that's like a I mean, doorstop. That's big it's enough a, to be a doorstop. No, 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 no. Here's my mine. It doesn't small. have a single bill in it. Where's the wallet I got you for it's Christmas? It's in my car. I mean, that is so. <laughs> that is so car. weak. I want it back. 
No, it's in my car. I want it back. You can't take it back. Yes, I can. No. You gonna regift it? I gave him. A, Are you gonna regift it? Dude, I gave him something like this, a perfectly small wallet. Look at all that cash. People. Look at that wallet. And he uses a freaking paper clip. That I, is an affront to I me. I have had the same alligator clip since 1999. I, I'm sentimental. Mm. What can I say? All right. Um, We've not discussed the little degenerates losing their lead. Yes, it's Big a news. hot topic. Speaking of gambling. Are you going to write about it on ESPN.com? <laughs> I might. This is a big deal. I've been tracking this all year. They are very What upset. chances do these kids have? They've already been introduced to gambling at the age of what? Speaking of 11, I mean, what chance do they have of Come not on, kids, let's go to the window. Very little. Very little. So I'm serious. You tell them. I know they're not listening. <laughs> they're all at school. That if they lose, they have to pay for Benihana's. Oh, yeah. They, they're... They're on board. To, yeah. And then when we get there, I'll, March, get there, I'll take care of it. March 2027, the oldest gets to go to Vegas for March Madness. Really? No way. 21st birthday. No kidding. Oh. Holy mackerel. St. Patrick's. Have Day. you done that before? Yeah, that's fun. That, that, that is fun. Like, I know I've guys. I've been there before, I, too. I've got some buddies who do it all the time. Oh, it's so much fun. It's like they're... It's just a huge party is what it is. It's a huge party. Uh Let's see here. I'm checking the Twitter. What's what's the big deal? Yeah, we're missing. Uh, doctor's orders. Derek Wolf told the rest heal the neck for the rest of the season, according yeah. to Mike Kliss. No, and that's, wasn't that, that assumed? Was, that was in the building. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fans have said they're going to. That's not a shock. Of okay, shock. that's uh, not even really a nugget, frankly. You but, want a nugget? You watch the Denver Nuggets. They lost last night on the road. By the way, that was wasn't a, pretty. We say goodbye with our fired up finale, brought to you by Troy Hansford. Fired up finale, presented by the Troy Hansford Real Estate Team. Here's what's got us fired up today. Keep me fired up. You've lost eight in a row. The season's over. Why not this develop is, him? This is when you put yeah. him out there. But why I mean, could you afford to do it in the Miami game, but now you can't afford to do it in the Jets game? This. It makes if, no sense. He's, if, he's just—he's literally not making sense. If the Broncos were eight and three today and vying for a top seed in the postseason, and he did Correct. because he's single-handedly. Losing games. Well, well, he's helping their draft stock. His arguments point. are terrible. Well, I mean, he doesn't make sense. When he doesn't fumble the ball, he averages 10 yards a carry. Yeah, when a Pinto doesn't explode into flames, it's a pretty good car. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't like your knock at Pinto. That was a long way to go yeah. to my punchline, but I think yeah, I won that, that Detroit Hanford. And nobody born before 19. But right. honestly, you both got it. Besides, yeah, that's, that should not be your target audience. <laughs> Besides the Gremlin, was there an uglier car than the Pinto? The no. Pacer. How would you describe the Pacer? Yeah, yeah the Pacer was pretty bad. bad. But how about the Gremlin? Gremlin was at least you know I knew guys that hopped up the Gremlin, put some mag wheels on it, and it looked you know pretty nice. Just the Money name well Pinto. The, yeah. the name oh, Pinto yeah. means weak, right? Yeah. What the yeah. hell is this? But bad. the Pacer. So Pacer bad. is the ugliest car ever. Yeah. I've ever seen. All right, coming up next on the show, Joel Dreesen alongside um, Julie Brownman. Joel's going to fill in today for Scott Hastings. If you missed the news earlier, changes afoot up at CU. Uh, their offensive coordinator, Brian Lindgren, is leaving to Oregon State, and I am told more changes coming later today. So stay on top of it. Follow us on Twitter. I want to thank Jeff Legwald, Manchester HW, Jesse Trujillo, and, of course, Marty O. You got the Vic Lombardi Show every morning, 7 to 10. Up next, Hastings and guest host. The Harvester, Joel Dreesen. Altitude 950. Rewind. And how come guys get second and third chances? I mean, is he doing something in practice that we're not seeing? Did he do something in preseason that we're not I mean, seeing? Guys, 
God gets them chances because, uh, I mean, Vic, you think about it. It's about 1,500 guys total in the NFL. Yeah. So then, then you, you, you break it down to it's about 40 guys who can return punts. You know, that's in the whole NFL. So it's, it's, it's limited, man. It's, it's a hard game to play. We got what we got. We brought him here to return punts. So we don't have too many guys on our team who can return punts. So that's his job. So, I mean, you, you try to make E do his job. E, he's, he's fighting the ankle injury. And, uh, and he got his hands full trying to play 60 snaps at receiver. You know what I'm saying? He gets tired too. So we got to let guys do their job, man. So that's just the nature of the business. You handle, you handle, if the guy's not doing their job, you handle it in the offseason. We can't really handle it week 13 or whatever. 